This episode of the Inspire Living by Rodney and Steve is brought to you by Metaphysics Pilates Bootcamp. Pilates Bootcamp is a class that incorporates your high interval train and Pilates in the same class. So you're getting the best of both worlds. Not only are you burning those calories, getting that heart rate up, feeling amazing and, and doing a lot of just amazing different things to, to uh, keep the body moving and get that heart rate up, surprise the body, surprise the mind and, and, and move through the class. You get that calorie burn by doing all that interval training. And, and then at the end of each class for about the last 20 minutes, we do Pilates. So we're doing a mixture of traditional Pilates, utilizing the springboards and mat exercises. So Pilates is there to help lengthen the body. So it helps give you that six pack you're looking for and tone up those the, the, the belly flab and tone up the arms, tone up the legs, tone up the glutes and lengthen the body. And it, what Pilates really does just informs the rest of your life. So it really helps you understand what proper form is, helps you understand what proper posture is. And you can bring that into your life with whatever other activities you're doing, even sitting in the office and doing and doing work and typing out of the computer, you're going to notice a difference because of what Pilates can bring to you. So in this class is that perfect, perfect mixture of high interval training, burning those calories, and just making sure everything is working properly and understanding where things come from by utilizing the Pilates aspect of things. For all you out there that love the Inspire Living by Rodney and C podcast, uh, you listening to this now, I'm offering you 10% off your first month membership, so that's 10% off. Just let us know that you heard this from, from the podcast, and we will get you set up. Our number is 585-425-1113. That is 585-425-1113. You can also reach me at steve at meta-fitx.com, and I can get you set up as well. All right. Thanks a lot. And I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Inspired Living by Rodney and Steve. Today, our guest is Jean Longchamps. She uh, credits Pilates. She's a Pilates instructor, and she credits Pilates for helping her return to life after feeling run down for years in the rental property business. She was inspired to attend teacher training in New York City under Bob Likens. Leakins, sorry, Leakins, you know me in the pronunciation here, <laughs> and to become certified to teach by the Pilates Method Alliance. So she teaches classical Pilates apparatus out of her studio in Rochester, and that's in the neighborhood of the arts area. Although classical Pilates is, is said to be the toughest form of Pilates, Jean has also found her niche in making it accessible to help others alleviate pain, gain strength, increase vitality, and improve body mechanics. So I met Jean... I don't know, it was like three years ago now, right? At least. We come, we came down and we jammed for a little bit. We talked Pilates because yeah. Jean's, as as I said, she's more of um, in the classical realm of Pilates. I'm more in the progressive realm. We learn classical st- style stuff, but we didn't really, you know, we were we we much more about just you know progressing things along and doing different things. So my very first question, Jean, would be, what is classical Pilates, and why are you? Why is that your thing? Why why are you so passionate about that? What's the difference between classical Pilates and say, you know, progressive Pilates or something different than that? Okay, so classical Pilates is um, it's trying to recreate what Joe Pilates taught. It's trying to like it's sort of like I guess compared to some of the others, some of the others have innovated. Like there's West Coast Pilates and there's um, contemporary Pilates, and they take the original method and innovate from it. 
and they feel that, okay, Joe Pilates was an innovator, so we should keep innovating. But classical Pilates uh, people are saying, well, let's keep um, let's keep the tradition alive. Someone needs to keep it because if someone wants to study it later, it's like Latin still exists. Classical should still exist. So basically, it's not that I'm, I'm interested in some of the innovations and some of the ways people change it, but I feel like I still there's so much in classical that's so challenging that I'm still challenged by that I don't really feel like um, I feel like I'd like to learn more of that and learn the other. So let me ask you a question. So in classical Pilates, um, we're doing more with, with the spinal positioning stuff. We're still more imprinted than we are neutral, correct? Isn't that what the classical Pilates is mainly focused on? So no. you're rounded back. Is it the opposite? It's no, neutral? No. The one of the things that I was taught is um, you don't imprint that that is one of the things that science has said we need to keep our natural lumbar curve. curve. Right. We don't want to erase the lumbar curve. Right. Although there are positions where you do curl the tailbone under and right. you do that. So it's not that that movement is off limits, but that is not considered neutral. And there are exercises where you need to have your spine neutral. Correct. So because um, just really quickly, you guys that are listening, just to give you guys a brief uh, thing of what we're talking about here, imprinted spine means if you're lying on your back, your lower back is completely on the bat, on the mat. So if you're doing a sit up that your spine will be imprinted and then neutral spine, we're working with natural curvatures of the spine. So basically you have a natural curve in the lumbar spine. So that means that the, the lumbar spine will be tight, slightly off of the mat. And you also have a natural curve in the, in the neck as well. So those are, the, those are um, what we're looking for in, in neutral spine. So that's what we're talking about right now. One of the things I had was, didn't Joseph Pilates originally, though, wasn't all imprint in the originally? I thought it was, no? Um, I think that he did imprinting in certain exercises where science has shown, let's move away from that a little bit. Mm -hmm. so, Would that be considered like a hollow hold? Like when you're imprinting your spine, so like, it's like you're... Hollow. Yeah. Yes. Hollow and if you yeah. think about Atlas holding the the world on his back, looking yeah. at the back, he's not neutral spine. Right. You know, so there are places when when you're working your really sucking in your abs that you are pulling your ribs back. So it is not like an off limits position, but no. there are certain positions where you don't want to use it. Right, like yeah. where you want to anchor in, your tailbone and have a natural right it's very big to hollow i think in gymnastics like they do that a lot like mm -hmm. working on rings or pearl at bars and stuff mm -hmm. like that um but like you said lying on your back while lifting your leg you want the natural lumbar curve correct and the reason we want that is because we're we're incorporating the the motifidi in the back so we're incorporating some of the back muscles and strengthening the back as opposed to putting, you know, rounding out the back and completely taking the back out of the picture, which is what we don't want to do. Right, and we you can find out. other pelvic floor muscles while exactly. you do that. Exactly. So yeah, no, definitely that is Should not part of classical Pilates at, at this juncture. Okay. So you find well, that's a good way to assess like uh, clients or people you have in front of you, like because I, in my experience, some people that can't even keep they lay flat, everything goes down. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I think that's a great way just to assess like where someone's at in the very beginning of them. Some people, you know, some dancers are taught to do that or have been taught. And I think Dan, the dance world is getting away from that too. Yes. But there are many dancers who still will tuck their tailbone under mm -hmm. when they need to be in neutral spine. But one of the exercises, the main exercises I usually start everyone with um, is pelvic clock. 
Yeah. So just working the range of motion of yeah. the tip of the tailbone being anchored and exaggerating the lumbar curve and then going the opposite way, imprinting the waistband. And that's like usually can actually help lengthen the lumbar spine. Mm -hmm. So it's just a, a range of motion exercise. I haven't done that a long time, actually. It's a really good one. It's a, it's a good one. <laughs> I think that's huge, though. I think like pelvis mobility is... Uh, in the sitting culture and world we live in is is something that like um people don't even know what that feels like that tilt their pelvis both ways they just kind of are stuck mm -hmm. in whatever way they find themselves in so i think that's huge just i know in my training with people with kettlebells and stuff like that like just getting people to uh, like fire the pelvis muscles the muscles that surround it up um it can be challenging in some ways just bringing energy there mm -hmm. um so that's great yeah it's a well for, like you said from the sitting and stuff and and then a lot of people when they move to dancers you know i work with many dancers in new york city a couple of rockets and stuff like that right. and they they lift their legs not with their core but with their hip flexors you know mm -hmm. and yeah, they need so tight so it's like so pilates is huge for that as well um and then you know when you're doing kettlebells or you're doing any kind of weights or something like that too a lot of people will just muscle their way through it instead of find the mobility in the hips move those hips nice and fluidly and use the core to do it use the you know yeah. whatever you need to use glutes or hamstrings recruiting that stuff as well it's so usually important. the end result is uh lower spine problems absolutely you, yeah it doesn't matter which way the pelvis is tilted like i've i see a lot of guys with the guys especially have a tucked under pelvis what is that called that would be like, the not it's not even neutral I'm not so sure it's like almost that way yeah curled then, under like a dog with a tail right and then i find a lot of females are the Most opposite yeah. they're yeah. like yeah. they got the sway butt going yeah you know and really we want that neutral neutral natural lumber curve yeah. yeah so what are some things you do to work that oh so many things well, Has Steve never given you a classical Pilates workout? I've only done, I'm, I'm petrified of Pilates. Oh, yeah, he's not, he hasn't even come and taken a class yet. Hey, we should do it now. Do it now. Do the podcast. <laughs> There's a studio yeah. right well, here. Yeah, that would be no. good copy. <laughs> yeah, right. It's very entertaining. Guys, I'm about to leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's really entertaining. It is. It's. I know. took one Pilates class. Um, oh, uh, but there's nothing like a private. But, yeah, it was like Rodney, a private. It was just on yeah. the floor. I doing like a bunch it. Of crunch and stuff. And no reformer? Know. You'll love it. <laughs> Wait, yeah, where's the release form? <laughs> where's the release form? Yeah. All right, they're scaring me. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. All right, we're, All right, we're, getting, we're getting Rodney out of the We'll make a deal. I'll do a Pilates, and then you guys come to a conditioning class with me. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to do some conditioning classes. I think that's the, fair. Although, we'll do it. although I don't, you know, they say once you start teaching, you don't work out as much. It's like harder to work out. So, yeah. It's yeah. like. It's, and I just really struggle with that so that balance right you might actually, that's a great lead into you like, could get me back by podcasting the conditioning class that i have to go to yeah it'd be a big payback yeah <laughs> you know it's funny because i talk about this quite often with people it's like you get these these hobbies and like for me it was hobby it was you know fitness and then i was like well this is such a great thing and then i'm gonna become an instructor i'm and 
next thing you know, you're worrying about others. Yeah. And then you're just throwing like quick workouts into yourself right. and it's it's like it's you really don't want to be sweaty when they come in, so you don't work out before they come in. And then by the time they leave, by the time everyone leaves, you're like, I'm going home. Yeah, no one really <laughs> tells you how exhausting it is training others. Yeah. Like, at least mentally, right? Yes, like, absolutely. It is the same thing, exactly the same thing. So I found yoga, right? Like, And I started doing yoga, and I'm like, I love it, and it's just for me, and I'm not going to be a yoga teacher. And then, you know, fast forward three years later, I do <laughs> teacher <laughs> training. and Wow, I'm what type little, of yoga? Um, kind of all types. I did it at Midtown Athletic Club with Amy Sinise Bowen. Um, she teaches like Anasara base. Oh, I think I know. Is she the A I M E? Yep, yep. Oh, I know. She's really good. She's fantastic. You should interview cool. her. She's yeah, get her on. Oh yeah. <laughs> we, we talked about She's it. She's very good. Yeah. She's great. I took her class this morning, and oh yeah. I, I think the one thing I love about like her style of teaching too, she takes a philosophical point, and like yeah. like today was um you know searching within and like when you find things right like just noticing right like we want to notice how we feel in certain things and it doesn't mean we have to change it but we don't want to ignore it right we want to say okay like my hip right here it feels funny I don't have to go and just like try to mess around with it and fix it but I'm going to keep an eye on that Mm -hmm. and and and, and, and then you bring it into your life right like oh how do I react and respond to people and it's it's just I think I think fitness in general always Shed translates to how we interact with other humans. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think the harder you work the harder you the I mean hard is not necessarily always the right thing, working harder, but I'm but but the focus or the intention that you give to exercise, you give to taking care of yourself is definitely translates very perfectly and easily into regular day life you know if you're someone who works out very lightly and gives up easy most likely it's probably what you do in life in life in general you know in most things and then if you're someone who really can push yourself and exercise or work hard and focus on whatever it is you're doing maybe it's meditation or yoga or maybe it's like a crossfit class or whatever it is whatever level if you're giving it your all most likely you're going to be you're going to work a lot harder giving your all in your life too so it's it's, all a metaphor right yeah everything's a metaphor and anisara by the way is the one all my new york pilates teachers said that you should do as a great compliment to classical pilates really yeah Uh, then i mean i hadn't She's the only one I ever tried on Yusara with, and I never did it any length of time, but I thought she was great. Um, but I used to take many years ago from Francois at okay. the Zen Center with Iyengar. Iyengar. Iyengar's great, too. Yeah, it was good. You know, I, I think it's just like Pilates. You guys are talking about different forms of Pilates or just different forms of yoga. There's, yeah. there's so many different forms, and, and the bottom line is you've got to move, and you've yeah. got to find what works for you. Exactly. Um, for me, with Iyengar, with the Iyengar I talk, and like you said, there's so many forms of Pilates, and Anusara, I think, is cares about the core a little more than some do. They, they engage the core a little more. Yeah. The, the yeah, it's all foundation-based, so everything yeah. works from whatever foundation is actually touching the ground, yeah. right? Like So if we're in a half moon, our hand and our leg, yeah. you know, that's our foundation. But warrior two, it's you know two hand or two yeah. feet. Um, and you work up. If you're, it's in, in, think about that in life, right? Like if your foundation is shitty in your life, like nothing else can grow on that. If yeah. The foundation in your house so is crumbling. Should we replace the roof first, or should we kind of get yeah. that foundation? And straight? Pilates kind of starts with the center of the body and works its way. <laughs> yeah, I think out. that's one of the reasons that's why. The, yeah, yeah I, I, exactly, and that's. One of the things that I actually didn't like about Pilates, and one of the reasons why years ago, like when I had my studio in New York, where I was like, I need, I need to 
add something into the Pilates, you mm -hmm. know, and, and I found the, what really got me into what we're talking about now, the whole grounding thing with, you know, whatever you're connected to the ground with, that's what you need to focus on first. That's the Absolutely. foundation, That's right? the foundation. I learned that in, do, in doing kung, in kung Fu, doing martial arts, yeah. because if, <laughs> if you throw a kick, you're not grounded, you're screwed. Or if you're, you know, sparring with somebody or something like that, you're not grounded, you're yeah. screwed. So, and Pilates doesn't really focus on that that much at all. It focuses yeah. on the core, but if you can have a strong core and have no connection to the ground whatsoever, you're still screwed. There's an yeah. irony, though. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on what you need and what puzzle piece you need in a moment. So, like, when I did yoga, I, 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 my hips are amazing from yoga, from Iyengar. They're, like, flexible and strong. They're wonderful. But I had problems with my belly. They just It just was too... I couldn't find my close-to-the-bone muscles. So, for me, Pilates was that answer. Right. And I, when I went to Pilates in New York, I was like, this is it. Why didn't I do this? Why doesn't everyone do this? And <laughs> yeah. then what I realized is, wow, these people in New York who are superhuman need yoga. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they need it. Isn't that funny? So, yeah. And well, another thing that's also a big irony, I find, is um, even though I learned this really hard Pilates that dancers go to, it's like dancers kicking dancers' butts, where the studio where I learned. Right. I had no idea what I signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where I probably wouldn't have done it. <laughs> so, um, right. but even that, like I take it home here where there are no superhumans walking through my door. I mean, I've had some pretty amazing people. I've had, I've had some, a few amazing people walk through my door. They're the rare people. The majority of people I get are, um... Regular people with pain, knees that hurt, hips that hurt. I yep. get referrals from a neurologist. And so the kind of Pilates I learned, oddly, even though it's the superhuman Pilates at the hard end, yeah. at the easy end, it's the thing they need yeah. to stabilize there before they get on their feet. Yeah. So it's sense. kind of like a piece. That's like why I put, or like that's why it's sort of, it's sort of like I found this little place mm -hmm. of being able to help people in that moment that they right. need that. And and I have like these loyal people who just keep coming back. They've been coming to me for years. That's awesome. Because they like the people that I get are more like I don't I do have like one former gymnast, but I mostly have people with chronic pain. Yeah. It, it's so ironic because that's not what I was taught, right. but I find myself you ad found your niche. adapting it. Yeah. And like one person I have who was referred by a neurologist, she had an, she's, um, you know, older now, but in her teens, she was in a major car accident and, um, had never got put back together right her body mechanics and her ribs at first I thought her ribs were just so tiny that she they were like she couldn't get her back mm -hmm. she couldn't get her back against the wall wow. you know in the wall yeah. and Pilates when you yeah. do the wall she they wouldn't it was like a, I used to joke with her and say you could park a train back there and <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> yeah like don't like don't let the train <laughs> parking area get your ribs against the wall <laughs> right. and um and now she can get her ribs against the wall, but now she, not like she never has pain, but she's had pain every day of her life. And now we write down every time she comes in whether she had pain. And we have like a month or more go by where she has no pain. It's not like she never gets it. Awesome. Yeah, but that's sort of, it's, yeah, but she's not, like I wouldn't get her on her feet and challenge. She's a person that you, if I challenge her too much, she'll have pain. 
like every new gain, there's always pain right. for her. Right. It's just the, her journey, mm-hmm. which is awful. But yeah, it's it's right, and that's back to like, kind of what we were talking before we started recording. Like, it, like understanding what other people's pain is hard because yeah. it's like like how we each absorb pain. You know, I know some people that is like it's not painful, but you look in their eyes and you're like, they gotta be in pain doing yeah. this. You know, like you know, and then some people like the the first sense of uncomfortableness that's like I'm in pain. You know, and it's really yeah. I, I think I like what I like to do when I train people. I always have that conversation is like we're also training our brains, right? Yes. We're training our brains like okay, like where do you go when shit gets hard? When shit gets hard physically, can you calm everything down in these moments of extreme, like, physical exertion and just find that calm in the chaos, you know? And I think there's, that's a muscle, right? Yeah. Um, So, it's hard because everybody's so individualized. They're different. And I think it's, it's, I'm sure you've noticed, we become, as physical trainers, we become, like, kind of therapists in a way. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, it's true. Definitely, definitely. I think that's that's where um, where I think it gets uh, Pilates. I think sometimes can get lost in the mix of of what what it really is because of that therapy end of things. Because what I call sleepy time Pilates, which I always talk about and mention all the time. I've been to many <laughs> classes, and I used to in, in New York. I actually would sit my some of my trainers down who would do this and tell them you can't do this, and that is. You have people in the class and they're just kind of going meandering along because a reformer, as we all know, you can bullshit your way through a reformer class pretty easily, especially if you're in a class, you're not in a private. Right. And just sit there and chat away and talk about all this stuff. And then what happens is is that people that don't know Pilates or happen to walk in or, or take that class or want to try it, but then see that people are just kind of chit-chatting around and not doing a damn thing. You know, they think that's what Pilates is. It's easy. Guys, right. especially, yeah. we think it's yeah. easy. Most guys think it's I don't easy, think it's you know. Plus yeah. in a that's class. That's good. Most of them are scared of it. Yeah, Plus scared. in a, we can That you. and spinning. We have just, petrified of spinning, too. Do you, do you, I, I, you've spun before. You no, know. never. Really? really? I, no, I won't. <laughs> I don't like spinning. No, no offense to anybody. I, out may, there that I might try just, I've never tried it, but isn't it just a bike? It is. It's yeah, ten. But it's, but it's like it's a whole it. hour of like no you just cardio. Don't, they don't stop moving their feet. Yeah. It's, Pure cardio. I don't like the repetition on it because it's not good for your lower back. I mean, some of the classes look cool where they're like they got the music and they're yeah, bouncing yeah. around and it's like I took a couple of them at Midtown and they're they're um, pretty good at Midtown. I, I mean, and it goes back to like you know who knows with with the right attitude. I mean, you could like anything, right? Um, yeah. Or the right teacher and the right body mechanics. Yeah. I mean, it right might not teacher, be, yeah. Yeah. There's everything. It's almost like the discipline is less important than the connection you have with the person that you're working with. It's almost like... Well, it's, yeah. I, don't, I, I agree with that, I think, but I, don't, I, I think most of the time it's, it's always about the connection you have with the person because mm-hmm. that's why you get such... That's why you get um, people that aren't necessarily getting results or just staying with it. A lot of people will just stay with the same instructor or same class because okay. they like the instructor. Yeah, so they, but they, right. they're not getting the work done. Right, but they're or not like, getting the work done. Yeah, you know? or someone well, goes and takes... I should say the learning connection, not right. just the yeah, personal. Right, exactly. But the personal connection is honestly the most important it's thing. It's very I mean, important. If, nobody, yeah. if I, I could have the best class in the world, people didn't like me, then they're yeah. not going to come to the class, even if they're getting amazing results. Yeah, they just know? don't click with you, even right, if you're exactly. amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even though I am amazing, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, you are a good teacher. I went to some of his classes. Uh, yeah. It's very Watch good. Them. Yeah. You don't yeah. go to his classes? He's not been to my class yet. What's up? What up? 
He's I mean, a busy man, you. you know. He's all over the place. Well, you're here right now. There's an opportunity. To yeah, we have a podcast. And, we're and in the middle of a well, podcast. We could put it on the podcast. <laughs> I think that would be good. That would be good audio. I feel like I'm, I'm Braveheart. Yeah. That would be really <laughs> good audio. Bring out a tool of like <laughs> a bunch of a bunch of weapons. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to do a podcast that's fully dedicated to Rodney doing Pilates. I love it. Let's do it. I'm psyched. You could do part of the workout, and I could do part. There you go. Because everyone has their like workout. Rodney's starting to sweat over here. Yeah. Well, it is a little Guys. warm in here. <laughs> did you just did call you, in to help us out? Did you need a towel? Um, no, I'm all right. <laughs> okay, just check um, in. So, uh, yeah. Now we're on a lot. Now we're on a lot of strain of thought here. So. Oh, sorry, but yeah. I no, it's great. Got a good idea. I just don't know why you're not going. So, what are some things you do, like when someone first walks and sees you, like, and you know, they're in pain, um, and they're living on. Health, unhealthy, quote unquote, health lifestyle, unphysical lifestyle, and like, how do you uh, evaluate a new person? Oh well, I take an intake form and ask them a bunch of questions. What kind of questions? Um, I ask them. I ask them what their pain is, and I ask them about their pain after they've told me. And let's see. I have to determine if it's acute because that's a very hard one with a new person. I find that so difficult. Right. Uh, yeah, you have that too, yeah. because you some people will pretend something's not acute and it's acute, and they should never be there. You should just tell them to leave, you know, to come back when you feel better, because you can make it worse. It's amazing what people won't tell you. I know. And then later on, they'll say, "Oh, by the way, yeah, I had knee surgery a couple of years yeah, ago." Yeah, once you and start been, challenging, and it's it, been yeah. okay. You didn't tell me that in the beginning. I mean, really? <laughs> yeah, it's like, people are weird like that. It's like, no, no, tell me everything. You know, I always okay. tell people, tell me everything. Especially, I mean, when I do when you do classes, it's different. You know, I. I, you know, I ask people if they have injuries, but it's not, we're not delving into things as in depth yeah. as if you're doing a private, you know. And it's so. hard to tell when someone walks in the door, like all the prejudices you might have about somebody's fitness level mm-hmm. are just like what would cause them to be less fit. Like sometimes I've had people come in here with washboard abs and I'm thinking, what do they need me for? And they can't hold a curl. It's amazing. You've yeah. seen it too, I'm sure. Sure. Oh, yeah. And like they have beautiful beach bodies, but they can't do. It's all superficial. Wild. Yeah, and then I've had yeah. other people who I thought, oh, oh, you know, this person's carrying like a huge amount of weight, and I'm thinking I'm going to have a lot of work to do, and they're they rock it out, and they're amazing. Yeah. So there, it's just so. So the the assessment is like, I just start everyone at beginner because I figure that's the safest thing to do, even if they look amazing, yeah. or if they say they've been going to Pilates a long time, they might not have been doing my kind of Pilates. Right. So um, I think that's very important, and that's yeah. that's that's what you know. Whenever I do a private thing like that too, it's exactly it. you go right to the yeah. basics, you build from there. So somebody you might do the basics a couple times, and they're good to go. And you, yeah. somebody might be might be doing the basics for a while, you know. And I, but that's just yeah. a great way to assess absolutely. And and since I've come know. back, like in new, the the training I had, where well, the basics really wasn't that basic. It was hard. Yeah, that's the, Pilates is when you do it right. Pilates is not easy. Right, and that's one of the you problems know? you were talking about the class and people faking it. Yeah, if you have a duet or a one a private or duet it's really hard to fake because then you can look at what they're doing and right. you can right. correct them and challenge right. them yeah. but in a big class i'm not a very good class teacher because i go too crazy right. and i geek out on things that yeah. people's form 
I start and I can't. I see it all, and I'm just like, yeah. I want to fix. I know. I ignore it now. I don't, <laughs> you I only, have to learn. I only. To. Yeah, I, yeah. I just make sure people are getting not going to them safe. hurt themselves. They're just safe, safe, and then they're doing things. They have and their I'll knees bent or whatever that right. keeps them get safe. Get the basics down. You know. Yeah. And I, I, over time, people start to understand. I, I can't tell you how many times I have people after six, seven months, even a year of doing some Pilates exercise, and they're, they're all of a sudden like, "Holy shit." They're doing I feel it. it. Yeah, I'm like, they're like, yes. that's what you've been talking about this whole time. I'm right. like, yes, that's what I've been talking that, about. A class is yeah, great exactly. that way too. I do yeah. a couple classes. I do really small because I have to rearrange everything. Uh huh. But I do think the energy and the synergy of the group. People see somebody else and they're right. like, oh, that's how you're supposed to do that, or oh, they can do that, but I can't. And there's always someone that's got something someone else doesn't have. Yeah. So they inspire each other. Yeah. Really yeah, I, almost in the opposite. I love groups, yeah. and I'm I, I don't do many privates because I find myself I don't know. I think I I, I talk too much, oh. and <laughs> I, I get lost in in, in I, I find it boring somewhat. You know what I mean? Because it's just one person. Like I, yeah. I'm so. ADD that like when I have ten people, oh, I can like for, I can yeah. look at everybody and I can you know just keep on moving and, and then the classes go by faster like the hour privates or however long like it just seems to drag sometimes yeah. for me and I'm like oh but the money's better in the privates like it depends so. on yeah how many people come to your class and how big yeah the class is. yeah I think all, yeah it's a, the, you know yeah, yeah. I, I like it both. I yeah. get I get a lot out of both things, but I, I love teaching the classes too. It's so well, I used yeah. to not like teaching classes. I get jazz from it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's I great. can do get small but bigger classes. I would have trouble with. Yeah, I'm just too. I'll see something and I'll just want to stop. It, yeah, oh, all, stop the horses! Yeah, stop everything! Everyone just the sit there and watch. I'm because I'm gonna fix something over here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I don't think that. But with four, like I do four, uh-huh. the biggest class I've ever done here is six, but it's too hard, so I try to keep it to four. Just the moving. Right. But four is so great. They get more bonded to each other. Absolutely. It's so cool. I love and that. And they, they do, they push each other. Yeah. Yeah, there's I love a. It. But privates, I think, because I, ta- I was taught, I had so many things done to me that I loved doing to other people. You know, like, mm-hmm. there's just so many things that they picked on me for. Like, in yeah. my training, I was like the worst one. So <laughs> I got all the corrections. <laughs> well, there just, you go. You learned a lot. It feels so good <laughs> to make, to, to, to tell someone, you know, like, it takes one to know one sort of thing. Right. Yeah. So it's really fun yeah. to see what. Oh, they're doing what I did because I did most of the stuff wrong. So, right. so it's kind of it's kind of fun to like you know find yeah. those things. So. I think that's great though. Like, and I've noticed too um, is with training people, the ones that have that you, I get natural gifted athletes sometimes, and they just pick things up like mm. that. But I, I I sense that they don't understand the work that is involved that person that like has to push through all those little steps to get to where that natural athlete's just yeah. there right so it doesn't mean as much yeah so and yeah. I find that the person the person that I get from that like real ground level that works real hard just to get mediocre yes you know they they understand like that work that was involved there so like they're more uh, that's exactly what makes me able to teach and they're yeah. the most appreciative too appreciate the ones that's that the word will, I was searching for they, they, and they're the ones oh, yeah, that will we'll do it forever yeah you know? they're, they, you've got them for life they're doing your 
privacy or classes for life and, and that's yeah, awesome because everything was hard and it's, it's awesome to see see that too I've seen so yeah. many people just yeah. um, really 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 their life changes yeah. this, this is life changing stuff when they're really focusing on it you and know? as a teacher too like I think some of the best practitioners don't catch things like oh, they, yeah. they don't catch things like they're when they become teachers like they're amazing at doing it and they but take it for not, granted right yeah. and they don't always see the things right like or they, they ignore it I mean I think a lot of it comes down to you know, I'm guilty of this sometimes as well, too. If I've got somebody who I've showed them how to do the stupid thing over and over and over again, they still don't get it right. I'm just like, you know what? They're not going to kill themselves. Right, they're not hurting themselves. I, I just do, fucking yeah. ignore it. I do that, too. I'm tired. I think you <laughs> can like, only do like, so much in yeah. one session. And, like, I think I might just work on one thing. Like, okay, right. I realize this person, you know, is safe doing this, but they're not doing the ideal Right. But they're doing something that's n- not nothing. It's going to ne- not be bad for them, and it will probably be good for them, but it's far from what I said, right. and it's far <laughs> right. from the ideal. <laughs> but I'll just find, like, one thing per session to kind of break apart or yeah. challenge. Like, I won't go, because otherwise that would be tedious. And yeah, and some people just can't get there overnight. Right. You know? no, I mean, yeah, like and they, most you get someone that's know. sitting in a desk in an office right. eight hours a day, and they're, you know, in their 40s, you know, like, their hip flexors are just not going to be long enough to do some things. Yeah. You know, and, and it's going to take some time just to even bring that energy there and right. lengthen those yeah. muscles and absolutely bring yeah. balance back in, you know. I have, a, I have a question. Let's let's. Uh, you said we talked. It was briefly in your bio there too. We were talking about what. So how did you? You know, tell us a little bit about your history, like your journey. Like how did you come to Pilates? What you know made you? Let's get into detail a bit more about about Gene, about why why Pilates. What 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 were the steps that kind of brought you into this where you're at now? Um, hmm, I don't know where to begin. Uh, okay, so. I guess I could start. Well, my mother was a dance teacher, and she had a dance studio in the house I grew up in. Oh, cool. And it was cool. And that big mirror was from her dance studio in oh, the nice. other room. Yeah. Nice. So um, she had a few hundred, stu- a couple hundred students, and um, she used to make me take her classes, and I wasn't very good. And she would say, you know, stop joking around, Jean, but I wasn't joking around. I just <laughs> sucked. And so she farmed me out to her other teacher friends and you know it was rough you know when your mom makes you take dance and she's the teacher right so <laughs> um, and you suck yeah, and you suck. yeah <laughs> so um I never thought of myself as being ever good at physical stuff and then like in school I was like I went to a high school reunion and was reminded that I was not the last picked in gym class I was the second to last picked <laughs> so so I was not athletic at all ever. Like right, I would always right. get this low worst scores of everything. Right. And so um, I never thought of myself as being at all physically able. And so um, I I got I got into um, you know jobs that were burnout jobs, like civil service job I had for a long time. And I got into buying property, and at one point I owned eight houses, and it almost killed me. It was crazy. I don't, like, some, I wish Rentals? I'd, yeah, landlord. And I, I don't know why I kept buying them. I just kept thinking it would get better once I got critical right. mass, but I was wrong. <laughs> it got worse. And I was just so stressed out, and I was, I was sick all the time. Like, um, I always had sinus infections and bronchitis, like, all winter, every winter, and I was just a hot mess. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was bad. That sucks. And then I had an opportunity. I sold some property and um, did all right. 
it was like amazing. I did all right because in Rochester's market, that, that that could even happen. Yeah. So when I did it, I was thinking, wow, what am I going to do? What am I going to invest in? No, i got to invest in something else. I'm like a mess. Like, <laughs> like I'm just like, I was just so, and I'm thinking, if I invest in something, I think it will kill me because I already don't feel well and I already know how hard this is. And if I do this to myself again, I might just not survive it. So I thought, what can I invest in? I'm going to invest in me. And I had started taking Pilates. And that was one of the investments in myself. And I also um, changed my diet to vegan. And that helped me a lot. Way big. Uh, vegan and Pilates. Um, like healthy vegan, not junk food vegan. And Well, I started junk food because I didn't know the difference. And then I found right. my way right. to like healthy, more whole foods sort of thing. And um, then after I did, I was like, this is what I want to invest in. And I was like, I would. this has helped me so much and I feel so much better that what can I do like this is what I want to invest in and even if it's just investment in me (laughs) even if I just go to New York and do the training it's an investment in me but ultimately I'd like to be able to help other people feel better too Mm -hmm. and so you know so I thought but I you know I didn't want to hope for that much more I was just like I just want to feel better I just got this money and I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to feel better and we'll take it from there. Like, I know, I don't know if I want to buy more property or not. Um, and so fortunately I didn't thank you for saving me. Whoever's in the ethers, ethers have stopped me from doing that. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> cause, cause I was, I know it's so, I was like on such a, a mindset of it. Cause I was so easy. It was so easy for me to buy property. They just kept landing in my lap. Like, I would get right. them for, like, 10000 Like, it was a property that was down the street of one I owned, and it had been for sale a really long time. And I didn't even want it, but I was like, I'm afraid some slumlord's going to get this. And they were asking, like, twenty five, twenty six thousand. I'm like, some slumlord's going to get it and wreck the neighborhood. So I go and look at it. It's been on sale for so long. I go and look at it, and I'm like, yeah. Let me see how low the some slumlord's gonna get this for. <laughs> I'm gonna offer him ten thousand to see if that's gonna happen, and then they accept it. <laughs> oh, shit. But no. I just kept getting houses. It right. was just like, and it was just so easy for me to get them, and so, <laughs> but it just was. It ran me so ragged. It was yeah, so bad. So yeah, I've so got one apartment, like I have a double, and it runs me ragged. It's hard. <laughs> so yeah, the eight almost—it was almost killed me. It almost killed me. So yeah, so that's it. So then um, I came back, and at first I thought I would like to work for someone else, mm-hmm. but then I just am very—I—I I, I really wanted to do what I was taught, and nobody around here does has a, a similar enough. Yeah, there's no classical Pilates around here that I know of. Yeah, Yeah. there's some that say they do a mix of classical or they can do classical, but they really don't do what I was taught, you know, and I I really haven't met everyone, so there might be someone out there. I mean, it's a very limited pool of Pilates people. Yeah, there's Um, not a ton of Right, so I I don't know, but I I just really wasn't on the same wavelength with anyone, and I just kind of was, like, forced to do my own thing. I, I really didn't really have... A choice, so yeah. I made the investment in the apparatus, and I—it was hard. I met you when I was first. Yeah. That was like five, six years ago. No, only three years ago. Really, just three? So I yeah. must have been doing it for a little while. Well, yeah, because I, because I have only been here back for three years. Okay, so, so it must have bit. been. So it was about in 2012 is when I did that. That's okay. when I started. You had just you had, you were I think you might have been doing it for like a year. I was just trying to like yeah. get my toehold, yeah. and now you know since then it's. It's been steady and good. It's just, you know, it's not like, um, I, I realized that, 
it's really more like my ability to do that many hours is less it's I think the work is there and if I did more marketing but I realized I have a limited capacity to do this right it's, it's like I can only do so many hours that's all I got that's all yeah. I've got so that's hey you know what as long as you're filling up the hours that you have and you're yeah. doing good with that that's that's all I'm good know, and I mostly yeah. have the same people it's sort that's of like good. I have this core of people that keep coming and then there's like the revolving door people right yeah and then that's pretty much it and it's been working not good <laughs> <I'm> not <gonna laughs> <work>. <laughs> it's been yeah it's been good that's so, cool. Does that I love answer that. your question? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great story, and I think that that's so important. Is that for most of us, it, you know, everybody hits a wall at some point, you know, and yeah. and I think it's it's awesome that you saw that, and then you're like, wait a second, you know, it's like what is the Einstein quote is like? If you, I, I'm not going to get it exactly. Maybe you guys can help me out, but you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, you're going to get the same results. So if we don't like the results, you're getting to stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. And it's such a simple thing, but people do it all the time. They're like, you know what? If I just work harder, it's going to be better. I'm not going to be as tired. But the working hard thing yeah. and what you're doing is what's making you tired. Right. So you and if you just do more, you're just going to go. Put a break on yeah. it for a second. You know, Absolutely. that's what you did. And I think yeah. that that's awesome. That's a great you know, lesson for everybody else, too. We get to that point where we're just, you know, we've, we're at our end. Then you, you made a really smart decision to, all right, screw this. I'm taking care of Gene. I'm taking care yeah. of myself. What, what can I do? And then you're able to transform your life and do that. That's, that's awesome. And then the irony of it for me is going back again to the dance because I started locally um, and then I started looking, you know, in Pilates locally. And then I started, I kind of realized, I mean, because my mom was a dance teacher, I have a lot of opinions about teaching. Like, I, I used to even watch her classes and sit and draw in her classes. So I spent a lot of time immersed in that. And mm-hmm. I think it helps me teaching. It helped train my eye. Right. So, um, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so she, so I never felt capable at physical stuff. And the big irony for me is that here I ended up doing something that's sort of in that field. It's sort of in, in, in going yeah. to New York and having my, it's cool because I know the dance language too, like ballet right. language from yep. my mother, even though I'm not a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, but going there and not realizing, so I looked up classical, I thought, here's what I want to learn first. You know, you always learn the original and then you innovate. That's kind of how I felt. I so I want to learn yeah. the original uh, first. Yes. And then going there, I had no idea because I'd been doing it locally and never really had, I actually traveled to Ithaca and to um, Syracuse to find teachers that were trained by Romana, and Romana's the one who took over the studio after the Pilates. Pilates yeah. yeah, Krizanovska. So she, and she's now deceased, but... Um, Oh, she passed and away. She, yeah, and she's um, Bob's teacher. Bob was her teaching assistant okay. for like 14 years. Yeah. So um, so I thought, okay, I want to go to who's ever closest to the source, and if I have to commute a half an hour and a half to do it, I will. So I went to Syracuse because there was a she, – she was Romana trained. Two Romana, a Romana trained teacher in Syracuse and a Romana te- trained teacher in Ithaca at the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I had no idea because even those teachers didn't really – I mean, I, I found it challenging, but I didn't find it like New York. So, like, it's lucky I didn't know because I went there and I, it was all dancers killing dancers. Yeah. And it was like, I could hardly believe it. Sounds like a B movie. 
killing dancers. <laughs> 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 rough. I mean, they're they're funny because they're so they're yeah. so tough with each other. Like that looks too pretty. Save her for the dance floor. You know, save her for ballet class. You know, they're like really tough on each yeah. other. And so, um, and one day I was having a particularly rough butt kicking, and my teacher by Bob, and he was saying. Sheen, you, you didn't know what you signed up for, did you? <laughs> and I said, no, I love this was a healing discipline. And he's like, we are healing you. <laughs> uh-huh. So, and it was, it was true. It is true, yeah. It was true, but it was really hard. And yeah. it was it was so hard. Yeah. But I, I, I got, I almost, I mean, he thought I wasn't going to make it through. Because I didn't know. I thought I went to monitoring teachers. I must have done a, well, my foundation must be there, right? Right, right. Oh, no. <laughs> it wasn't there. <laughs> so it wasn't, I was, like, way behind everyone. And even when I started, Bob said something like, you know, Jean, I don't know if you're going to make it, but we might be able to work something out. Corey Tyson, the instructor, says that to you in the beginning. Yes. <laughs> and then, like, by advance weekend, um, he came to me and he said, you know, that talk I gave you, Jean, you did it. <laughs> So I made it, but it was very emotionally awful and painful and trying. Yeah. Well, that's but, good that you well. stuck with it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think one thing I really liked with your, uh, you talking about your story, it, it, there was a sense of blind faith, right? You just yeah. did it, and you weren't <laughs> like... I think a lot of times nowadays people want a sure thing. Like, I'll go down this path, but I need <laughs> X, Y, Z for the outcome, and... You're like, no, I'm just going to do it. I think it was ignorance, really. It was like ignorance. Like, I thought I knew because I went to those Ramana teachers. Well, you know what they say? Ignorance (laughs) is awesome in a lot of ways, too. I mean, a lot of uh, the (laughs) entrepreneurs and stuff, you know, you'll hear um, some of the big, some of the the, um, big guys, entrepreneurs talk about it. say when you first start out, um, one of the biggest things of being successful as an entrepreneur or a business owner is ignorance because if you actually because if you actually knew what you were getting yourself into mm-hmm. and all the things that could happen or are most likely right. going to happen you're, you're never going to fucking do right. it because you're, you're going to be broke you're going to you know all these things right. it's it's amazing right. and you know i think uh richard branson's one who always talks about it. he's like you gotta you've got a passion you've got a gut feeling like you did with yeah. the pilates or you know we're starting a business just fucking do it you know, you plan things, of course, to a certain yeah. extent, but you, you can't plan for everything yeah, and just absolutely. go follow your passions and make yeah. it happen and and, uh, and and be innovative in what you're doing. It's taking know? a lot of Resourceful. faith. Resourceful. A lot yeah. of faith. Faith yeah. in there when I was there. It was sort of right. like I already threw all these chips at it. I got to do it now. I got to yeah. try. And then coming home and trying to set it up. A lot of faith. Really scary. Well, faith in yourself. And that that's yeah. what's huge. And that's the hardest thing for us is to, 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 to love ourselves, number one, and have faith in ourselves and yeah. trust ourselves. And that's what you did. And that's huge. That's so hard for people to do, you know? We're always looking for everybody else to tell us what to do or to say, good job, good job. I know. You know? I, like, I kept Instead, wishing for some blueprint to follow because yeah. there was yeah. no blueprint. It was like, just fi- I'm figuring this out on my feet and I don't know what I'm doing. Usually I do really well when I'm given a blueprint. I'm like yeah. the person that follows it and does it because it's already a proven path. <laughs> but this was like, I don't know what to do next. Yeah. It was hard. Not easy. Oh, my gosh, sure. yeah. And I know, because you're doing the same thing. Yeah, like, I'm not a blueprint kind of guy, though. You're <laughs> not? Somebody usually oh, tells me to do something, I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm going to probably just do it the, this, this way or something. Oh, really? Although I've, I backtracked a little bit because... I'm not a marketer, and so I've learned marketing. I've taken a lot of oh, yeah. courses now, so I've okay. taken what they've given me, those templates, and I've used them like boom, 
right exact you know yeah. and to really and they and they and they they help they work you know yeah. so no, and that do, kind of stuff those I things have. can help because like I've I've worked survey jobs like um, government surveys mm-hmm. and they're like statistical surveys like from the Department of Health Department of Labor um, and they will give me a blueprint to follow they'll give me a path a protocol you know and I just follow it and I end up being a really good performer for them they're like um, you know I did really well I was like one of the top interviewers but all I did was follow what they said I think the other interviewers maybe didn't I mean maybe that's why they didn't I just did every step they said and it's like I was like wishing when I did this I could have something like that right there was no no steps to follow just okay I'm just reaching out of the air and hoping and I'm just like kind of wishing and praying and like (laughs) what's the answer to this like should I just give it up or is there some stone I can unturn that's gonna bring me where I'm trying to go yeah I think if you're on the you're on the you focus on the on on your passion your path those stones you know automatically they just start to you just start yeah. to find the answers they just start to happen the universe kind of gives it to you like okay you know uh, you know jeans on the um she's she's really focused on this her mindset is right you know and we're gonna help you along and it's, i find that is such a important important thing you know we were talking we were talking about um that- Yes, Hicks, yes. yes. The, uh, what was her name? Esther and Jerry Hicks. Yeah, Esther and Jerry Hicks. Abraham is the Yeah, channel. Abraham, they have like a channel. And they they talk, there's a lot of people nowadays that talk about this. I mean, Tony I Robbins that. is huge in this in this thing with this whole mindset thing where if you, it's all about mindset. So if yeah. you say, okay, I'm, I'm waking up today and I'm going to be happy and you focus on happy things and you focus on things that you want to happen to you they will happen you yeah. will be happy you know it's such a simple thing and like it's something book, we all struggle with all what the you time. just said is in that book asking it is given yeah. which they wrote yeah. and, um, it talks about it's something along those lines it yeah. talks about imagine that there's just a whole bunch of people sort of I don't know if, know if they use the word in the ethers but you know there's just a whole bunch of like forces and maybe people that are waiting for you to want something so they can give it to you. Right. It's like, and once you define it, it's going to come your way. Yeah. If you want, they want to help you. So right. if you think about what you don't want, there's not, they, you give them nothing to work with. Right. And, and they'll maybe bring that to you because it's all you're giving them. <laughs> but exactly. if you give them what you do. You got to know what you want. Yeah. Then they'll bring, they'll at least have an idea. Yeah. Like I like, I like the, uh, when I when I talk goals with people and stuff, I, I like to use the word uh, like aim. Like your aim is right. Like so, if my aim is in physical fitness, right? Like I'm gonna use a bird shot, for instance. You know, they're like pellets, and they're gonna go out, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in this way. But as I start going down that path, like it's gonna come close, and you're gonna start to figure out, like, okay, Take shape. okay, like <laughs> my life is going to this direction, and I don't have to like shoot so many different like things. But at least you're moving in that yeah. direction. But I think one big thing, and I've learned, and I've noticed it in my life, um, is thinking in solutions, right, rather than problems, right? I think a yeah, lot of people think of, like, one. oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And instead, like, you can look at it like, okay, this is going on, i got to do that, and now that, that'll be a solution for this. And I... And I started doing it on paper at first. You know, everything, like, I wanted to do, I would just, like, write down, okay, I want to do X, Y, Z. Why do I want to do it? What's the action plan? Mm-hmm. But I've done that so much now that I think I've trained my brain just to think in solutions. Mm-hmm. Like, so now when things come up in my life, I just, well, how do we fix it? You know? Yeah. Instead of, like, oh, uh, you know, 
you know, whatever needs to happen at your house or, yeah. you know, whatever the, the problem may be, like, we we tend to harp in it. We yeah. sit in it. Just think about how you want it different, like, and then like, the forces will help to shape it you know, differently. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. I always tell my one of the things I always tell my daughter, she's like, I can't do that. And I'm like, we never say I can't do anything. We always say, if you want to do something, we always say, how can I do it? Change that. Change totally. that. Change what you say. Yeah, and that's as simple as that. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing, like, what you can do in your life. And one of the things that I've been learning a lot, too, there's, these, uh, there's this um, company called Mind, I think it's Mind Movies. Um, and they have this whole product where you actually can create your own video and it gives you like positive affirmations so you watch it every single oh, cool. day and then there's words on there music inspiring music or whatever but one of the things that that these guys were saying and a lot of people are saying this as well too is it's not just positive thinking but it's positive feeling so in other words if you're let's say you want a house let's say you your one of your goals in life is to have a have a house in the tropics in Hawaii right so you write that down that writing it down right there is just that that tells the universe universe. you're serious you're you're fucking serious about this and number two is to really sit there and pretend you're there and feel like you're there and have the energy of being there and then when you do that when you get to that point that's the most powerful aspect of it it's not just thinking about it but thinking about it writing it down and then feeling it and and everything and that's a you know one of the newer things I've been trying to do too is just feeling what it feels like to to have my goals yeah there and have these things what I, what I'm looking for in my life have them happen and, yeah. and, and and then it's amazing how you find these these uh, clarity yeah. and you feel so much better and you find ways to get there you yeah know? You, they just kind of start to come to you it's, it's, well, it's like that law of attraction thing like yeah. they, like Conor McGregor like uh, MMA fighter he's like yeah. he's a champion and, and he he said this is what I always envisioned it would feel like and I mm. spent so much time sitting yeah. there envisioning what this would feel like yeah. and I think I think that's a huge just, just getting that pathway I think the, the brain wants to figure out the solution to the problem yeah. Yeah. so I want this and okay it's not going to stop until yeah. it finds a pathway to get to that. And or, then the hard thing is to move on from the place of security to having that those moments of feeling secure, feeling secure enough to even imagine that that could be yours. Because when you're having those insecure moments, it's so hard to move from them. It is. When things aren't working and you're like, we you think just we have don't deserve it. Clawing feeling like I'm hanging by my fingernails, and really like that's how you're feeling. But then to try to flip a switch in your mind and go, okay, yeah, but then I'm coming up and here's who I'm going to be. Like, right. maybe maybe I'll have this feeling right now, but I'm going to get up. Yeah. I'm going to, like, I'm, I'm there. I'm practically up. It's just, it just, I'm just in that moment before that all happens. Yeah. You know, but it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard mind exercise to let go of the insecurity. It's tiring sometimes. The overwhelmment yeah. of yeah. things and yeah. stuff going on in life. I think uh, what I, I like to practice is, uh, when I start to feel like I got too much going on and too much, I'm just like, I, I just break it down. What do I got to do today? What do I got to do in the next yeah. hour? You know, rather than like, what do I need to get done this week or this month or this year? Yeah. Like, What's most important? That will drive me crazy. Yeah. I'll think yeah. about everything I got yeah. to do this whole this year. I'm like, my brain can't even comprehend that. Yeah. But if I can say, okay, what do I got to do this week? Let me write it down. Like, if this week would be good if I get these things done. Yeah. Some of these self-improvement yeah. books say stuff like, don't even think 
think about how to do it. Just imagine you having it, just like what you were saying. Yeah. And then all those things will come yeah. into play. You won't even have to think about the details. Yeah. They'll just all be happening. Well, I think when I you start I, thinking I about know. how, yeah. you start getting overwhelmed, and then you procrastinate. Then you don't do it. Yeah. Like I know, I know. Um, just starting my this business and doing everything that I'm doing, even even the uh, podcast, even everything. You know, I'm always like, now I'm like, this is the idea. I'm just going to do it. And then I'm gonna figure out how to do it as I do it. Yeah, they, and that's that's yeah. that's how that because otherwise I I I'm somebody who who in the past which I'm not so much anymore was much more of a you know perfectionist has to <laughs> yeah. all be right yeah. or I'm not doing a damn and thing. never get done then. and I never got anything done <laughs> yeah. I procrastinate and then years will go by and I'm just like what the fuck am I doing you know I'm I'm wasting things and I'm not just going and doing it and 90 percent of it's always it's fear it's fear based yeah. like, procrastination is fear you know planning things to a T is fear you know that's all that is yeah. you know, you I feel like that with home improvements right yeah. like I'm so scared to like remodel my bathroom because right. yeah. I, I don't know what I'm doing yeah. and like I don't what do we what do I, how do I even start and like I think you just gotta start. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you just, just break shit. Just break it and yeah, fix it. Then you, right. you know, just start like, breaking it, and you know you gotta do it. Do you have more than one bathroom? Hopefully. No. That's oh, the yeah. thing. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't break it yet. Yeah, maybe like, you shouldn't break it yet. But I think I think with me physically in like construction type stuff, building, it's just not yeah. my forte, and I've never jumped into it because I'm so worried about like I don't know how to do that. Yeah. But I've never like put myself in that. You just have to have a good network of people that will bail you out. I have yeah. a good plumber, and when I, I do stuff myself sometimes, and I fix it myself. But, like, sometimes it works all right, and I can change the toilet, and I can change the faucet. And sometimes it just doesn't. And I have to go, help! <laughs> so you need that person to call when you can't. Yeah. Do you think you'll hire someone or try to do it? Oh, I was just using that as kind of a metaphor. Oh, I see. You know, I, in general, that's how I am, though. Like, yeah. I think, uh, you know, doing any kind of construction is my scary thing but like I'll start a business or I'll go oh, uh, like cool. I'll I'll put myself out there yeah, in really vulnerable ways, ways. Yeah. but it's almost like the vulnerability of the construction in myself mm-hmm. oh, holds yeah. me back more than like vulnerability with people you know it's you know, amazing it's weird, we all right? have these blocks yeah, like sense, things yeah. we can't do yeah you're cool with people but yeah I'll tell you about all my insecurities like right now you know but like <laughs> <laughs> actually like when I'm alone by myself and I gotta do something I'm like oh, I'm just gonna sit here and think about it and not do it <laughs> oh cause you need the energy you're like an like, extrovert I, yeah total yeah. totally I'm not yeah, an extrovert He's, he's, I'm, I'm, I'm like the more introvert. Yeah. I'm both. I, I've realized that I always used to call myself a straight up introvert, but I'm really not because yeah. I love talking. I love being around people, but I need that time by myself. Yeah. I have to go and work on my, I need that time to just go chill, yeah. you know, and just meditate and just have my space. If I, if yeah. I had my way, I would, I would have a day every week that that was my day. Yeah. Where I didn't talk to anybody. I mean, I don't, I have kids and, and family and a crazy business. Yeah. Well, I'm super busy, so I, I don't have that time right now. But if I have my choice, that's what I would do. You like your still time. Absolutely. But then I need both. I need to talk. I think think the body, like, I think what, (laughs) we always need what we aren't. Yeah, right. right. You know what I mean? Like, the yoga people, I feel like, should be lifting some weights. And the people that are lifting weights should be doing some yoga and a lot of stuff like that. Like, you know, and it's, it's, I I listened to a podcast this week and there was a neurosurgeon or a neuro doctor and he was talking about the alpha and beta beta brain waves and like how we're so dominant in alpha, but we don't go into that beta beta side. And that's like the the meditative side, the like the letting go. That's where things get easier. The busy thinking. We tend to think so much. And we need to allow instead of trying to 
Yeah. Control. Yeah. yeah. What podcast do you listen to? It was just a, it was a yoga podcast. Oh, okay. I, I forget the Got name it. of it. I just have a plethora of them. Click one. I, I listen to so many. I yeah. feel like I should follow up and I should like make comments and be groupies to certain ones that are amazing. But I listen to so many. I just don't have time for all that. It is really yeah. the future. Like totally. Totally, yeah. And, and that's what I love about, like, like the innovation of the future is, like, there's no reason to be grumpy anymore, really. Like, because we are so in control of the content we watch, yeah. the content we listen to. Yeah. Like, if, if someone's bitching about something, they chose to immerse themselves right. within that. Absolutely. So... Almost look at why are you making those yeah. choices? Let's break that down rather than the problem you, you were bringing to the surface. Yeah. Like, why are you choosing to immerse yourself in all this negativity? Right. This and harp the world, on the things that are so upsetting. You know, right. Because you can build your own little bubble of, like, happiness and bliss yeah. and what you want out of life. You can yeah. help have it. Even if those things are going on, why mm. let them in your bubble? Why not? Exactly. There's and enough you, things to challenge your... Right. Why just take something from outside yeah. external? And, and there's, it, like, you know, it, we didn't have the choice back in the day that the news would come on and yeah. we listen to what they said. And whatever they said would dictate generally how we feel about the, yeah. our life. But nowadays we don't have so to do that. Yeah. You know, I was talking to my buddy's dad. He lives out in Honeyoy and he loves guitar. And, he, you know, once a week, he his guitar teacher teaches him on YouTube. Yeah. And once a week, he sits in front of YouTube with the camera, and they, they and he has guitar awesome. lessons. Yeah. And like the ability to communicate, connect, and do all these things, like like people want to bash futurists and this like, oh, the machines are going to take over, but the machines are also helping us like live the life we want. Right. You know. It's a, it is it's a, a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. I think there's that balance. And there's that re, there's that resurgence now. What we you know, getting all the technology. At least there's now the, you know, all the the, the cleaning and the food. You know, the, the farm. People wanting to do the farming more and going, you know, off the grid or get the solar panels or whatever it is. There's there's so there's there's that both there's and both you can connect those with those happening. people. Yeah. Like oh, mm-hmm. you want to do a community garden? Like yeah. like boom. Facebook. You can learn anything boom. you need to but, learn. Like, you, you That's can, what's you, awesome. Like your whole construction project. It's all on there in YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's person, people that you I could message and they would answer yeah, the questions so that they have. Yeah, yeah. there's no, so. Facebook groups. You're all set you know? up. You've got all these friends. Yeah. Not just in the ethers. They're all and there's people different. wanting to tell you, oh, right? Absolutely. There's people like just they waiting just waiting to tell you, like, <laughs> just smash that sink up. It's true. Yeah. Turn just off the water going. first. Yeah. Turn, yeah, turn off the water for a good idea. You know, it's probably probably a good move there for sure. Yeah. But it, it, you know, it it boggles my mind when I like go on my Facebook feed and you know that's a whole other subject. But when I look at it and I see people's, I, I'm an observer, right? I like to see where people's states are and the the consistency in some of the people I'm I, I see like it's just this negative yeah. side. I've yes. gone so far to like, you can on Facebook unfollow people. Right. Like, so when I don't have to unfriend them so they don't know, right. but I unfollow them because it's just like, all they do yeah. is blast something or somebody and right. it's blame, blame, blame. And it's like, I don't need that in my life. I know, yeah. I do that too. I, I know, I've got, I make sure now all my news feeds that come from, you know, Facebook and stuff that I, I anything that I don't want, I just, make sure that I don't get it again and you just yeah. Yeah, and then you're learning you're constantly learning and you're constantly being in in, in a positive 
you yeah. know. Like some of my vegan friends, um, they'll put like all this animal cruelty and slaughterhouse cruelty. Yeah. And it's sort of like they're preaching to the choir. Like that just upsets me. I, there's nothing I can do about it. Got, except they, for yeah. like, vegan. Vegans yeah. are crazy. No offense to so, you. but Some of them well, are. Like, well, there are some that do crazy things that make everybody seem crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's always like the, the the minority. And now that we have social some media. Some of them I find very embarrassing. Like yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, no wonder people think vegans are weirdos. Like I see what they're doing out there and I wish they'd stop. Right, you know, right. but I don't have, I can't control what they're doing, but. Why'd you yeah. choose veganism? Um, you know, it's just been a path. I, I mean, actually, when I started yoga many years ago, it's funny, a friend of mine said something like, oh, Jean, don't do yoga because you're going to come become one of those weird vegetarian people. Just don't do it. Just stay away. <laughs> and so I got, <laughs> I got into yoga and then I noticed from yoga my body more. And I noticed that beef just didn't, I was staying with me. I just didn't want to, I just stopped eating it. I was like, this is in my system and it's not going away. So that was one of the things. It's been a long journey for me. How long I, have you been vegan? I've only been vegan like since 2011, oh, yeah. but um, I I think I started the journey much before that and would have done it if I could have just found support. And right. it is the technology that made me able to figure out how to do it. It's a lot easier now. But oh, as all the answers are there, just like you yeah. said. But um, then I gave up pork because I saw a really smart pig I think on David Letterman or something and he was so smart and I was like oh my god he's smarter than a dog I can't eat these things and then after that it just kind of happened in layers for right. me like I didn't eat pork or lambs and I kind of thought lambs they're babies I'm not gonna eat that you know so I kind of like kept taking yeah. stuff out right and then one thing that affected me is I have a cat that had a urinary blockage and um, I was feeding him cheap cat food. And when I started looking into what cat food I should buy for him and why, I started learning about the meat industry. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm eating this? I'm, like, buying into this? Oh, because it was really about my cat and him being healthy. But when I learned about a lot about that, I was like, this is horrifying. Like, uh, cat food is animals that are di brought dying or dead to slaughter. A lot of the cheap cat foods. They're actually yeah, dead. It's disgusting I, what they do. And yeah. that's the Quality cat food so that's bad. messing up your cat and making your yeah. cat And you start to think sick. of it like it's a, a food that's messing everybody uh, up. Yeah, and then I got yeah, into yeah. reading about the industry itself. And it's like, even the human side of it, it's like, I don't want to touch. That is gross. I, you know, it's like good to know, right? Now you don't have to. Like, you, you've learned what you needed to. And then I learned to how to eat not that way, which was a hard learning curve. And it's like, where I'm, I'm conditioned to be a meat eater. I was, my family, like my grandfather died when my mom was 16 of um, hardening of the arteries. That's a big part of my family to eat meat and, you know, like all those things. Butter, lots of butter lots of meat so um but there's also a ton of um heart, heart disease in my family so i think i probably would have heart disease if i ate that way i, I think well, i think just it, that. yeah i think to i think to get into that a little bit more though it's i don't i, I don't think that meat i think there's there's a there's the a quality stigma, I guess. it's the about the quality of meat like if you're getting grass-fed beef it's not the meat's actually really good for you that we we need that stuff we need the good fats and stuff like that but if only if it's like you know grass-fed or 
you know, pasture raised, that kind of thing. You know, it's not. Do you want me to be polite or tell you what I really think? No, you tell no. me what we really think. Yeah, We're on a podcast. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to get into this a little bit. This is. This is where we. This is where we get down. Down and dirty. Right? Like the vegan and Let's the caveman. Get, you got the. You got the vegan and the caveman. You know. Imagine being on Joe Rogan's I just, podcast. I just like. Uh, I like to think about like the idea of, you know, if you have like say a cow and he's in this horribly stressed environment. And, like, if you think about us as humans and cortisol, mm-hmm. yeah. like, I don't know if cows have or right. don't have cortisol. They do. Yeah, they like, do. That's they just do. the stress hormone. And, and there's then, no there's And just no the spiritual slaughter. size of that. There's like, no humane slaughter. They don't exist. That's a contradiction in terms. <laughs> well, if you have a grass-fed, I mean, if you're, the best way to do it, honestly, is go out and hunt yourself and do it and kill the animal and use every single aspect of it, every single part of it. I'm not a hunter. I, I can't do that. Up and, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. But it, that's them. just, I, you know, that's that's the way of nature. That's how it works. I mean, animals meet, an, eat animals depending on where you are in the food chain and all that stuff. And, and I think it's it's our society, because we have all these cartoons out there, all with these cutesy little animals, these bears and these things, you know, like that. And uh, always, like, making it, like, they're, they're friend, they, you know, they're our friends, you know, blah blah blah, whatever. But in in reality, they're partly there, I think, to feed us, nourish us, and and continue the cycle of life through. I, mean, I do think that's there are true carnivores, but I don't think true. Car- yes. I think true carnivores have claws, they have fangs, they have a short intestine, mm-hmm. all of which we don't have. We're that's not. True. We're herbivores. We're not carnivores. That's that's. Uh, there's been many studies against that as well. If you look at Dave Asprey, for instance, I love his this. yeah, his <laughs> his his study. Now I'm not versed in this. I mean, I'm not, I eat meat, but I don't eat a ton of it. You know, I'm much more of a vegetable kind of person. But if I don't eat it, I feel the difference. How about your vitamin B12 levels? How do you get vitamin B12? How do you get the amount of protein? That you're gonna, because you have to really be. If you're a vegan, especially, because you're not, you're not having any cheese or anything like that either. You have to. Not that cheese is the best form of protein. It's not, but it does. It does have some. Um, you have to really know what to eat, and you have, and you can get a, a lot of protein out of vegetables. But it's absolutely. Not easy. It's not easy. No, it's very easy. You know? Very okay, easy. how do you do it? What, we how do you OD get, on protein as a culture. Absolutely. Nowadays, everything is... I'm actually in the process of making some bars right now, some raw bars mm-hmm. um, that are more food-based, fat-based, mm-hmm. and not protein because we're so... We eat too much protein, mm-hmm. absolutely, you know. And I find myself, you know, just going... Because I don't need any carbs. I don't eat a lot of carbs, so I'm much more of a, of a fat eater. Good mm-hmm. fats, you know, avocados and coconut oil and stuff like that. And then I have the proteins and lots of vegetables. Um, and it's, it's a huge difference. And here's the other thing too. There's a shitload of research out there that shows that gluten and wheat is what causes the hardens to harder, harden. And that's what causes the high cholesterol, and all that stuff, not the other stuff. So if you, I just got tested and everything like that. I eat a shitload of cholesterol, a shitload of good fats. But you eat the good fat, the good right. cholesterol, the heavy right. cholesterol, the HDL. Right. Well, I, I, right. The coconut, the cholesterol that's in, um, that, that's in, um, you know, well, grass-fed butter, amazing for you, you know. Um, I bet you. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of really good good uh, quality fats in there so it depends on what you're using for fuel you're using obviously you're vegan you're using more uh carbs for fuel no i use more no. fats for fuel what do you let me do. tell I'm me i'm not tell a what big fat eater i don't eat tons of fats well that's what i just said no but i don't eat tons of carbs either so what do you eat give me a specifically give me a day a day in the life of the food for gene 
It varies quite a lot. Give me like very, a typical very day. diet. Okay, so lately I've been doing lots of green smoothies. Okay. And what's in your green smoothie? I do like kale. Um, I don't do a lot of spinach because I don't believe in... I think it has a big load of oxalic acid. It but does. I do... So does kale. I not as... No, kale... Kale does too. It will I build. They, they because with kale they say that you're um, not to eat it every single day because it will build up. They say you should never eat anyone. Okay. Yeah. They should say you should never eat anyone green too much. Right. Right. You always should do, have variety. Yeah. 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 But I thought kale wasn't such a load of cocktailic acid, so I don't know. I have to look it up. Yeah. Well, but look I've, up seen. I've read about macrobiotic, which I'm really interested in a macrobiotic diet, which is all uh-huh. about balance. Right. But um, but yeah, I eat green smoothies. I love green smoothies with lemon or ginger mm-hmm. and um, sometimes arugula yeah. and um, kale or sometimes spinach because I do like to vary it up, but I, I think spinach is a big, bigger load of oxalate. It although, might be, yeah. Although it's a very big cleansing. It's a, it takes actually lead out of your body. It's that. It yeah. binds to lead. So does, uh, what is it? Um, not oregano. Cilantro. Oh, yeah. a good one for that. And that's another thing I like. I do like, okay, I'm not sure how heavy the carbs are in quinoa, but I'll do salads with some quinoa as my protein because quinoa is a complete protein. No, the body cannot digest quinoa. doesn't matter what it is. So you're not getting the complete protein out of it. Really? Yep. Are you sure? Positive. Absolutely. If you soak it ahead of time, there becomes, there, um, it does, it does help. Uh-huh. Um, because it gets rid of that because it has to survive in in, the, in, right. in nature, right? So you have so to wash it, it, it a couple. You of have times. to wash it. You should soak it for at least eight hours. Really, um, eight hours. Yep. Uh, beforehand, and then you rinse it, and then you do it, and then you're going to get more accessibility to the nutrients that are in there. But the body has a really hard time now. Not, now everybody's different. Like for me, I know I feel really my belly good. would be way out to here if I had that stuff. Yeah, I don't so have for you, with that. It I'm, might not be. It might not be as. It might not be as. Although a bad my belly deal. is maybe not as in as it. Should be. Not as in as it should be. <laughs> Probably well. not. But do some more. Do some more Pilates. I got to do some more Pilates. <laughs> but then I also do. I like tofu scramble. That's one of my favorites. Oh. Tofu is the fucking worst thing for you yeah. ever. See, I think ever. a lot of ever. this is kind of get like, out of it. No, there's a study is on. It the soy? There's always soy is bad for you. It's, it's a it's a anything in moderation, and this is I what the disagree with that absolutely. And diet, I hundred percent. Just think about it in cocaine or let heroin. Let me talk to you again about all this grass fed beef. Let's get back on that because I never got to answer you. Yeah, yeah, answer me on okay. that. Okay, this is great, guys. At yeah. the American, at the yeah. at the Rochester Vegan Society, I went uh-huh. to a talk mm-hmm. about cancer. Because mm-hmm. it has been shown that red meat is linked to cancer. And people think, oh, it's because of the poor conditions of the animals. And if I get grass-fed, I'm golden. But no, it's because animals have been bred by us humans to come to full size as adolescents. Mm-hmm. So they have still a big load of growth hormones in their systems. When we ingest that growth hormone, our body doesn't know what to do with it. And it starts creating more cells. Yep. And those cells become cancer. Mm-hmm. So grass-fed is, you know... It's going to give you, it's going to be. So, what if your body's really cancer. alkaline? It doesn't matter. It's like a, it's a human, it's a growth hormone. It's a growth hormone. Well, if your body's really alkaline, I think, and I, I, I'm not sure about this, so I could be wrong. I think that you're, you're, it's going to fight it off much. It's going to get rid of it a lot easier, you know. Um, but again, your body's not going to no, be able, super alkaline if you're eating a lot of, if you're eating soy, your body is definitely not alkaline at all. If you're because eating soy. Any kind of soy product because, and you can look this up, soy damages the thyroid, number one. It's a, it's a, it it increases bad estrogen in the body. 
and it you know, you know gives you man boobs study, if you're me. There's a study yeah. on everything, though. There's a study to nutrition is a funny it's, subject. A it's a funny study on but this, every but it's point over, of view. With, with with soy, it's it's very it's it's <laughs> there's so much against there's so much against it. There's so much out there that is just you know. I think everything again, in moderation. Negative. I really believe in moderation. Would you do cocaine in moderation and, and, and heroin no. in moderation? No. So there you go. Would you, you know, so you have to look at it that way because here's sugar, for instance. Sugar lights up the brain like bad. a Christmas tree, it's right? It's really bad. Lights up the brain like a I Christmas tree, which heroin and cocaine both don't light up the brain like the, like sugar does. So what does that mean? That means that you're high, instantly high, and you're loving it. You're loving it more than being high on cocaine, right? Yeah. So what happens is, let's say you have a little bit of sugar. Let's say it's a cookie with 16 grams of sugar in it, okay? okay. And you're like, this is what I'm going to have today, okay? And then you're like, well, I really like that, so I'm going to have it every day. And then before you know it, you're starting to add a lot of maybe bananas in your so diet. Well, we, this is healthy, but it still agree, has sugar in it. We agree about so the sugar. It combi- it can combi- well, so not everything in moderation... Except for sugar is we no We agree moderation. that sugar is not, we shouldn't do sugar. Okay. Not well, to say I never do. High five, we agree on it. <laughs> I, have a question. I have a question for both of you two. <laughs> yeah. Trying to, trying to calm this down. What oh, do you no, guys I think got of, more to say, yeah. but go ahead. Oh, we're, we're hitting levels here, too. Turn what do you guys down. think about seasonal regional eating? I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, you're eating fruits, vegetables, and stuff based on season. Right. Like, do we, like, living in the Northeast, like, yeah. I read avocados about, are great, yeah. right? But are we really meant to eat them living in the Northeast? Like, well, according to macrobiotics, that is how we're meant to eat because the, I mean, the books I've read on macrobiotics, we are meant to eat seasonal and regional. I don't know what I think because I like avocados. I don't eat them that much, but I really like them. Yeah. Um, I eat, like, one a day usually. Yeah. But yeah. it says that, basically, the plants create... They they have the nutrients they need to protect themselves in the environment that they're in, and we're in their environment. Right. So if we eat regional, we're getting those same protections that they created, and right. you know seasonal. There's a lot of arguments and as for that. The natural thing. harvest of the vegetables, right. like you start getting more to, root vegetables towards the end, and, and the we're fall. meant to eat different, and that's yeah. very macrobiotic. Like they have yin yeah. food and yang yang food. Yeah. So that there are certain foods we need, even now how we're feeling in any moment. Like a carrot's going to be more young, and it's going to give us a cert- certain properties. And if we need to be more soft, we might need to really cook our vegetables, like because we are too young or something like that. So, I mean, cool. it talks about balance, and it talks about... What was this book? Well, there's a few I've read. Uh, I can't think of them all right now, but I have like a library of macrobiotic cookbooks. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you guys books. ever do CSAs? I have. Yeah, yeah and that's what I kind of started to come up with this idea because yeah. based on what the CA, CA, CSA gives CSA, you, yeah, yeah they're great. Like they're great. It, it gives you basically what's harvesting, and as the season is. Yeah, and like you know, yeah, no, I think for me, like I tried right. so many different types of things that I never would have just picked up at the grocery right, store. Right, me too. And you have to learn to cook them on yeah. your feet. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I've got to answer your B12 question. Okay, so yeah, answer my B12 question. Because i got more to say. Yeah, oh, and you boy. haven't finished what your diet is for the day. I no, I know, but I never finished smoothie. these other things. Okay. <laughs> i got some stuff to say. <laughs> this might be a long one, folks. <laughs> okay, right. so the B12 is yeah. basically um, the byproduct of an organism that's in the soil. So animals eat it, and then and it goes into their stomach, and then it goes into their muscle tissue. And when humans eat it, you get the B12 from 
from animals' muscle tissue, which right. is what meat is. Um, they, then they, and then that's how they get B12. But it used to be back in the day, we didn't wash our veggies and fruits so much. So we would get it from the soil, just like right. the cows do. Right. Because the cows are down there eating the soil and getting mm-hmm. those organisms. And now, so that's B12. Let me ask you a question on that. And I don't know the answer to this. So this is a true question. It's not a trick question. Is can our bodies digest soil? Um, well, haven't you ever heard that old-fashioned saying, you eat a pound of dirt before you die? Not I, saying I, I eat dirt. Right, right. But I'm, I'm, because there's a lot of, there's, I mean, for instance, for instance, grass, some grasses are really, really good for you. There's a lot of nutrients like in it, but grass. we don't have the, we don't have the stomach, we don't have the three stomachs like cows yeah, do. Yeah, cows do. digestive, so we don't get those nutrients. If we eat it, we just shit it out, you know? Or throw up. Even if you, if you chew really well. Yeah, it's, a, there's <laughs> like, I, I, I think there's a certain seed or nut I don't know. I was reading David. I did. I my um, ironically enough, just so you know, I have a my nutritional certification is a day of wolf certification, and he's a vegan. Oh. He's not. He's not really. A, he's a raw vegan. He's a okay. raw vegan, but he's not really raw. He does. They do some cooking involved, but um, but anyways, he was talking about with the grass. I think that you chew. I want, I'm going to say pumpkin seeds, but I could be 100 percent wrong. Okay. If you chew pumpkin seeds with like the grass. Then the pumpkin seeds allow for the for it to break down and, and the become the enzymes yeah. to break down and Is be that able to do it. So it's AOI inhibitor, or just like when we talk about uh, DMT or yeah. ayahuasca, you have to have it mixed with a certain root and thing Enzyme, right, yeah. for yeah. your body to be able to absorb. Kind of like yeah. beans, seaweed yeah. helps you digest beans. Like some people can't digest beans. Yeah, it's like yeah. a balance. Seaweed right. yeah. gets the enzymes going. No, the, I didn't know seaweed it's did like for that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's true. It's yeah, alpha, alpha beta. I think, you know, it's it's the yin and the yang and having that balance yeah. in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So my diet changes all the time. So what do you do for lunch then? What would be a lunch for you? I. You know, it's funny. I don't even think about it that much. I just I do a lot of like fresh stuff. A lot of salads. A lot of, like, fruit. Do I know you, do you probably don't believe in that because it's. But I believe in the whole food. The whole food has a fiber that's nature made, so I believe in that. But you don't believe in all the sugar. Of well, I don't. It's not that I don't believe in all the sugar in the fruit. It's that I just think because of the fact us as a, as a society, we have so much sugar in yeah. our diets. Oh, yeah, I don't that, eat that either. That it well, I really... I'd love to say I don't, but I do. It, it, it really... <laughs> having fruit is like something that I don't recommend anybody do, at least, at least initially, if you're really changing your diet. Depends and if you have fruit, like yeah. if you have a melon, yeah. or you have like a, a banana or anything like that, you should have that and nothing else. Mm, so, okay. because it takes a lot for the body to digest all that fiber. Yeah. So, a great snack is like an apple or a banana or Do you a like melon, believe in mono your, eating? Some people do the mono eating. What's, remind me what that is. Um, that's like the, you might eat eight bananas in a sitting, uh, maybe not that because of the sugar for you, right. but you eat the same thing because of that theory that your body can digest it better because it recognizes what you're eating. And that's a lot. I've heard of that. I've not do done that. that. No. I haven't done that either. I've not done that. I mean, I've done many cleanses um, yeah. and, and that's where I felt the most amazing ever. Yeah. You know, I did like a, the one I, the major one I did was a five day cleanse and I took a whole shitload of herbs. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat for five days. Yeah. And the first two days were awful. Like yeah. I felt lightheaded. I was freezing. Hungry. I, I wanted to kill people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then by the, by the end of the third day, by the end of the third day, I was I felt fucking amazing. I yeah. never wanted to eat again the rest of my life. Yeah. And I slept four hours a night, had the most energy I ever had in my life. And when I did Kung Fu and stuff, I, I was so fluid. Like, I felt like if somebody was were... Was there at, any meat in any of that cleanse? What do you think? Is there meat? Is there, is there, is there cleansing in the meats? <laughs> that was good. I like that one. So if you cleanse, period, you're not going to have any food, right? 
<laughs> well, that's not true. It depends on what your cleanse is. But um, you're not going to cleanse with meat, folks. Absolutely not. It's a good well, point. Well, I kind of feel like there's got to be a diet out there that could have you feeling that much vitality. And, like, sometimes when I make a salad, I try to season it with the herbs, like... Arugula, cilantro, um, parsley, lemon, and see if I can make it taste really good and not need that. And that's almost like a cleanse. But you, you but you want here's 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 a good science fact. You need the fat. Oh, I don't do no fats. But then throw in a few Kalamata olives. You can do that. That's why dressing goes good with salad because dressing has the fat, and then the fat the body can't digest the polyphenols and all. No, I know you need a certain amount of fat. Otherwise, the body doesn't get it right. But so, as far as most salad dressings, they're mostly... They're shit. Yeah. You want to so get the ones that are ol- olive oil-based or... Um, I'd rather just do oil. the calamatas. Yeah, soy bean oil. There you go. Let's do the soy bean oil. <laughs> I like the calamatas, though, because it's... Especially if it's not drenched in oil, because it's got natural oil. Or avocados. You know, so that you're great. getting really yeah. good fats. So that they're whole foods. And then, like, would we then feel amazing like we do in a cleanse, yet more nourished, like I think, more I food think, in the body, more food I think, in the stomach? Yeah. I mean, when I, I, I mean, the most time I eat, the worst thing I ever do to my body. Is the meat, I know. Oh, uh, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's going to keep going back to that. The worst thing I do in my body is cheese. Oh, that's so bad. Or, you said this other stuff's bad? Oh, I got stuff to tell you about cheese, but go or, on. Or... Like, I love corn chips, so, like, it'll be the corn oh, chips, which are not not good for you. Those that, that are my two biggest mm-hmm. downfalls. That, and I like to drink wine, red wine. Oh, red yeah. wine's awesome. Good gluten-free beer. It makes you feel You so like fine. to drink wine? Um, a little bit, but I, it has to be vegan, and a lot of wine's not vegan, so a lot of times I just don't bother because it's not vegan. I don't know if it's vegan, and it's too what complicated makes to figure it out. What wine vegan or not vegan? You know, it's something to do with the processing, like with beer, but I forgot that. Like, something about fish bladders, but I can't remember. Fucking fish. It's disgusting. I, it's something really disgusting. Well, I have a friend. <laughs> I, have a, I have a couple friends. I have, I, have, I have a friend who owns a winery in Victor, and he, there's that's definitely, he doesn't do his any might be, fish oils. No, his know? might be. Um, I mean, yeah, with any kind of, like, black. I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. So how do you get your omegas? Oh, omega threes! Oh my gosh, chia and flax. And flax, I put in. But it doesn't have. It doesn't have. And I'm chia. It does not have DH. It doesn't have one of them. It doesn't have what the fish have. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't know. And the only one that does, I can tell you how you can get it, it's but you have to eat a lot of seaweed. seaweed. Yeah, I do seaweed. I do seaweed. But you have to eat a shitload of it. I but love you, seaweed. you want those omegas, you know, I, so those are the things I too. Do and a lot of vegans. And that's big and A lot of vegans, too. just so you know, want and we can look at the, I, uh, this statistic is you can look it up, mm-hmm. have a high risk of heart disease. High risk. Vegans? Because of the lack of uh, fish oil, lack of, yep. And the lack of and B twelve. Guys, I just love watching their faces. Yeah. I wish you could see them. Oh no! I'm not blowing smoke up. Let's let's get let's get Joe Rogan on. <laughs> he would be much you better know, at discussing this than me. I got some things to tell you about dairy. <laughs> Come okay. on, on Joe Rogan. <laughs> okay, so now dairy at the Rochester Vegan oh, Society. I well, I am going to agree with you 100. percent Oh, so I don't dairy. have to go into no, it. No, go into it because I think it's good for everybody to to know this. D- dairy is awful. Cheese is a little bit better for you than milk because of the process. Because of and then raw cheese. Yeah, but cheese bad. at least has like it has the enzymes. In yeah, it and, and stuff it's like that. it's like a probiotic. It's not a probiotic, but it's got it's like it's a got mold. Prebiotics, it's basically yeah. a mold right. product. So um, <laughs> so healthy mold or but, like but talk about it because this okay. is important for people because we're this we're going to agree upon and this is disgusting. It's really you know. gross. Okay. Well, besides the cruelty, I mean, there's so many things I could talk about. We yeah. could take the cruelty aside for a moment and think about right. just the self selfish um, human idea. Um, so cheese is it has a 
it has a whole lot of calcium, an enormous amount of calcium. Mm -hmm. However, just like milk, um, it is blocked by the casein protein. Yep. So it not only blocks the absorption of the calcium, it also leaches other nutrients out of your bones. Yep. So there have been studies, and the biggest osteoporosis countries are also the biggest cheese eaters. Yep. And that United States is at the top of list, uh, top of the list of that, as some, as the other one is some northern European that country. It's bad in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, casein. So casein will encase Probably. any nutrient, <laughs> and it, it will encase any nutrient that it's in. So if you mm. put... So let's say, for instance, you put cheese on vegetables. Thank you right? for admitting this, by the way. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, okay. this is this is good. I like cheese, so I do eat it, folks. And by the way, raw cheese is not this way, just so you guys know. Everybody out there, it is actually a lot better for you. And um, it doesn't have the same problems as cooked cheese does. <laughs> um, it still has problems. still has casein, of course. So casein is a protein the body cannot digest very well at all. Casein has been linked to cancer. Mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, and also, so if you put it on vegetables, any sort of nutrients that the vegetables have, the body will no longer be able to digest it because that casein kind of like, it kind of like wraps it around and covers mm -hmm. it up and says, hell no, you ain't getting into the body. And you just kind of like excrete it out. Now, I don't know what the ratio is. I'm sure if you put a little bit of cheese on it, it doesn't make that big of a deal. But if you flood it with cheese on top of the vegetables, you know, so there, it is a huge thing that, and this is what people don't think about, you know, I, I even like I'm, I, I don't subscribe to any one diet. Like I don't say mm -hmm. I'm paleo or keto or anything like that. But if I, if I were to say that I'm closest to whatever diet, it would be like more of a keto paleo diet. That's what I do. But on those diets, cheese is allowed. You know. You and know they, they actually found some hominids, bones of hominids, and they were mostly vegan. They tested the bones, and they were not. This whole paleo thing is just—it's not even true. It's you know it's I think it, it, it's, it's so it dictating on, on where they lived who they were like and it I mean, you can't say that about Eskimos right like, but they actually found people from the paleo and there and there is there is they actually found bodies skeletons and they tested them and they were and I mean the guy um, the the uh, uh, one of the owners of Whole Foods I forget the guy's name now McKay it's his mm -hmm. name last name McKay he has a book a new book out and. Um, he's about the whole food diet so he would agree with him a lot and okay. he talks about you know lots of vegetables and i don't know if he's vegan or not mm -hmm. i think there is meat in his diet but um he talks about how he did a lot of research about all the different healthy people throughout the world like little places and he was saying the ones that were the healthiest were the ones that that he found were the ones that were eating the vegetables and a little bit of like the he talked about beans a lot and grains and mm -hmm. stuff like that so i also think that you know not one thing is for everybody you know, everybody has to find what works for them and how their body processes things and all that kind of stuff. Like, I know that that I, I personally believe that there's things that people should not eat at all. I don't think mm -hmm. people people cannot. There's science that's showing it. Sugar's awful. Stay yeah. the fuck away from it, right? Wheat and gluten. Stay the fuck away from it. It's bad for you. There's pizza's nothing good so about good. it. Pizza's <laughs> amazing. I love pizza, but I don't. You know, I don't. So those those things, I I say to everybody, get off of it. Period. I don't care who you yeah. are, whether you're vegan, whether you're whatever you are, just get off that shit. You know, because it's not good for you at all. Yeah. I have you more know? to say about cheese. Yeah, well, let, we'll go there in a second because okay. now I'm on my thing. Okay, right? go so ahead. Just, Keep going. It's, it should be about you. It's your, it's no, your it's podcast. Okay. No, you but, can keep talking. Um, so <laughs> it's your podcast. <laughs> I, I think I think um, I think it's it's. Uh, it really is comes down to the individual. Like for instance, for me, if I if I start to delve into eating, if I if I start to eat too many too, too much carb, like if I have a bunch of rice or quinoa or anything like that, I'll feel like shit. Like if I have those corn chips at night, I'll feel like crap. But, but corn chips eat, are full of oil. 
Well, well I get the yeah. I get the ones that are full of like I get ones with coconut oil and stuff, so it's a little but bit still. better for you. But yeah. oil, I, my body does really well on oil and stuff. Like I can drink a teaspoon of oil. Like I have 14, 15 grams of fat in my coffee every single day. It's amazing. You know, I feel milk, cream. I used to no, I don't do any of that stuff. Oh, I don't, coconut. The milk. only dairy that I do, you know, I don't do any cream or okay. anything in there. I just put I uh, Dave Asprey has a product. It's uh, called Brain Octane. Okay. And um, it's it's all saturated fat. MCT oil. From MCT oil, but it's more concentrated. it's more refined than MCT oil. Um, and you put it in there and because I used to have really bad brain fog and all that kind of stuff okay. and cleared it away completely because mm-hmm. the body yeah, fat, that's good for the, the body is a real it's really good, for, good the for the brain walnuts are great for the brain too so that's my that's my thing I think I think you know I, I like again I, I think there's things that people should not eat period mm-hmm. but I also think that everybody has you know you just have to know. And we all have our thing you know, that we do that right. we know we shouldn't do. You have to I know. Think that's and like, everyone. And sure. like we, of course, and when you're a vegetarian and vegan, I think you got. I think that's the hardest because you can. It's very. It's it, you have to, nowadays. It's easier because we were talking about before. You have internet, Google, and stuff yeah. like that. But you have to really know how to combine things properly to get the right proteins yeah. to, to. Oh, there's it, a learning it's, curve. It's there. Yes. It's huge. So, yeah, sure. I agree. you know. But again, the my, the moral of my rant right now is just. Everybody's different, and everybody's got to kind of find their way and play around with things and figure it out. You know, I think that's the bottom line. Is it, it's like life's too short not to play around with your diet. Yeah. And like yeah. eliminate things and add things and find how do you look, feel, and perform. Right. But, right. And it goes back to that. Like if I know I don't do well eating meat, like then don't eat it. You know, and maybe someone does well eating meat, then eat it. You know, it's individually based. And I think that's where it's so hard and so much conflict comes is, is Jean may have a diet and it works really well for her. But if Steve ate that same diet, he might fall on his face by two o'clock because he'd be exhausted because he's not used to it. But I think playing around with that elimination type thing. Like when I first quit dairy for the first time ever in my life, I was amazed at how well I felt. Like, and I I didn't feel bloated and, You know, I eat dairy again, but, like, oh. that time that I quit dairy, it felt good. And just to go through your life, like, what are the things that work good for me? It's just, like, Pilates versus yoga versus CrossFit versus, right. you know, And different things Zumba, can work differently you know, at different times because we all get different imbalances. And, and we different need to periods do something of your life. Different. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, yeah, exactly. And I, th- I think people, I think people... One of the things I think everybody should do, unless you're supremely unhealthy, because unhealthy people should not cleanse. At least, if they do do it, they need to do it under a guidance of somebody who really understands what they're doing. But everybody should cleanse and do certain kinds of cleanses, and and you know quarterly, you know, and uh, because it's amazing how that just you'll feel thousands of times better when you don't eat or when you do certain cleanses. Some cleanses have you eating certain things, you know, like me. Um, I think for me, like, uh, anytime, I've always skirted nutrition-type questions, especially, like, in my classes when people come to me. And the biggest thing I always just say, like, if it comes in a bag or a box, it's probably not that good. But if if it's the whole real food, like, go for it. Yeah. You know, like, start there. Start with, like, the least processed, the better. I do the add-in diets. That's what you I know. do. I say just add some healthy things into yeah. your diet. And I give people those. Because those I think, I think it's, it's, it's more about like yeah. what you're not getting, right? Yes. Like, like yes. Let's not even worry about like how bad we're eating. Let's worry about like the deficiencies. Like I heard this week in uh, that micro def- micro uh, nutrients. So, like if we're deficient in micronutrients, like food will taste different. 
than if we're fully yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, which is right. wild to yeah. me. Like, yeah. It's insane. It's crazy, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's like yeah, one people that and we're gonna get back to the milk thing, don't we have because I want okay. because I think everybody should know this. It's important, you okay. know, and I, and it sounds like you have a lot of knowledge on it too. And I wanna hear that. Um, but one of the things that I always tell people, you know, too, is that you're used to eating pizza, chicken wings, processed chocolate, whatever it is, that all has chemicals in it. All of it does. Yeah. And those chemicals have a certain reaction in the body that will create you, that will, well, think about this, let's just put it this way. Let's compare a pizza to like um, a whole foods meal with um Lots of vegetables and maybe a little bit of some sort of meat or if you're if you're gene no meat and, and some beans or something <laughs> like that. And let's see, you know, how much pizza you can eat compared to how much of the vegetable dinner that you could eat. And it's amazing how you can just shove thousands of calories of pizza in and still not feel full. Right. But then you eat the real whole food. You're, you're you done. pound in like your 800 calories or whatever, 600 calories, you're full. Yeah. Because what does the body need more than anything else? It needs nutrition, nutrition. not yeah. calories. I agree. You know? A hundred percent. And that's what people have to realize, you know. We found something else to agree like, on. Yeah, we found something else to agree on. So, yay. <laughs> All right, that's um, good. And I think that's so important for people to realize. And also taste buds. You know, like I've had people do uh, my six, my three-month um, nutritional plans and stuff like that. And they go off the shore completely, all that stuff. And they have the raw chocolates or things that I recommend. And they go back and they try to eat that candy again or the other sugar. And they're like, Holy crap! This is so sweet, and yeah, I can taste. taste I can taste the yeah, chemicals. It's true. Yeah. And it's amazing when you get off of it, folks. Yeah. When you get off of it for a while, and you try to get back again, you can taste those chemicals now because our brains and we're very emotional human beings. We can very easily fall right back into that trap of again of eating the pizza and all that kind of stuff, yeah. and you're good to go. But and then you're bad to go, or whatever you want to look at, however you want to look at it. But I know, you know like some like people say stuff to me like, oh. No, you're a vegan. That means if you eat meat by mistake, you can't. You get really sick. And I think to myself, you know, you probably feel just as sick right now and all the time. <laughs> you know, well, just because I don't do it, then it makes me. Well, feel that's bad. the other thing too. When you have somebody who doesn't eat healthy, and you have somebody who eats healthy. You know, the person that doesn't eat healthy. They're like, oh, I feel fine, but they have no idea what feeling good feels like. Right, you know exactly. What I mean? Until they start to eat healthy, then they know the difference. And they right. see the brain clarity. They don't have to take a nap in the middle of the day. They have more energy. They have more strength. They, you know, they don't know until they do it. Yep. That's why I can't stand it when people say to me, well, that, that's not healthy or I'm fine, you know, or, you know, I'm just, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. What you're doing is, you're, what you, you're crazy or something like that. You don't know until you fucking try it. So if you're going to complain about being unhealthy or fat or have no energy to fucking do something about it, shut the fuck up. There we go. There's my spiel. Exactly. Amen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so about the milk. Yeah, let's go to the milk. So milk and cheese has um, a substance in it. This is what I've heard. I can't quote the studies. That is meant to bond the mother. It's an addictive substance that's meant to bond mother and baby. Mm. And we get addicted to it, too. Yeah. So cheese and milk is actually an addiction. Yeah. And um, then and then it begs the question of mother and baby. Like we in our society say it's not very nice to take candy from a baby. What about taking uh, mother's milk from a baby and killing the baby? I mean, that's pretty rough. I think it's probably one of the cruelest, if you're thinking about animal ethics, one of the cruelest things to, to ingest. Well, I think with, the, with, with dairy, too, the dairy world, don't they... They somehow keep the cows pregnant for forever and hooked up until yep. they die. They, basically, and then that basically their life is male, male babies. That is disgusting. That, male that babies get put in a veal crate. 
and they get, um, they're not allowed to move, mm -hmm. so their meat will be more tender, and they're kept in the dark, yep. be so that their leather, and they're babies, so their leather won't have spots. Right. So um, then they're butchered. They're allowed to nurse usually one day just to get the um, the antibodies. Yeah. And then they're not the allowed. They're, they're, yeah. they're not. Yeah, they're not allowed their mother's milk. And they're they're slaughtered. And if they're female, they're put into the industry. So I don't think it gets much crueler if you're thinking Absolutely. about animal cruelty. Yeah, I hate than, yeah. than that's, doing that. That's disgusting. That's why I mean, you have good. Com I mean, for those of you that are mediators out there, like Rodney and I and stuff too. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there are there, there's something called butcher box. Which is? Do you have you ever heard of Butcher Box? Mm -mm. It's like mm -hmm. this online. Uh, it's like where you can order meats and stuff, and they they do everything free range, grass fed. Really take care of the 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 animals and stuff like that too. I know that we disagree on killing of the animal, but still there are options out there where 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 we're trying to you know. But nothing nothing that. makes that not happen in the milk industry. Of course not, and I think the more awareness that we can bring to yeah. that, you know, the the better the better, you know, for hopefully we can somehow slowly get that changed over time, you know, but I, I think, and it really comes down to people taking matters into their own hands. Right, because there's like government's people having their People having their own farms, people, and this is unrealistic for a lot of people, obviously, but, you know, if you're going to eat meat, have your own calves, raise yeah. them, you know, slaughter them. But it's not, there's not the enough real thing. estate for that, for free yeah, there's argue, that's argued, that's argued, though, by a there's lot of people. Golf courses. There's but enough. right now, uh, one third of, I think I've heard somewhere that about a third of the real estate in the United States is for animal agriculture. It and is. that's not the kind that's not the free range right. so if imagine if you spread that out well if you think about it if you think about a family that, that think about like you know obviously you couldn't have a have a animal in a small land but let's just talk about let's just go back to simple things like having a garden almost every single person nowadays could have their own garden that would be supply great. their family I'm, they could I, do I, it, I right? agree with you did you guys have gardens growing up like did your parents no have my parents never not did enough. did you oh yeah my parents yeah. are German and they're like oh, cool. giant Oh, cool. Garden. That's wonderful. Do you do it now? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. I mean, I live in an apartment right now, and we, you know, I could, I could, I have an avocado tree growing in my house. Oh, in the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And does it give you My fruit? baby. No, not yet. And uh -oh. on some avocado trees, how they don't, they don't have. That? Right now, it's, it's probably like three feet tall. Oh, how tall I've had do it they for, get? Though that, they get, they okay. get, I think they get Can you keep giant. it dwarfed somehow? No, I mean, eventually my goal is to have my own greenhouse. My brother-in-law is oh, cool. building is building a greenhouse now. He's a, he's a farmer. I mean, he's he's going to be a you know he went to school for it and all that stuff just recently, and um, so he's doing permaculture and all that kind of stuff. So it's awesome, you know. So him and I are going to hopefully eventually we'll have our own land. Rodney and talk we talked about this too, where we can have a farm and do all this stuff because that's I want goats. that's where it's at, you know. Goats, yeah. Oh, it's just to have. Not oh, to eat. Okay. I don't want to eat goats. I just right. think oh, you can use get some goat's milk, you know. No, because then the you're back in the cycle. <laughs> there we go. No, I just, you can I, use I it just, for a lawnmower. Just, That's yes. about it. They, low, cool. they just keep the lawn yeah. down. You don't have to mow. Right. <laughs> I just want to walk it around. Just like a pet. There you yeah. go. Perfect. Let's have some goats. <laughs> just for We pets. won't eat them. Yeah. You know, do, you eat, do people eat goats? Of course they do. It's a big thing in the Middle East. I think it's Middle East, right? Yeah. Yeah, the goat. Yeah. They kill them. Goat's milk supposed to be yummy. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's it's 
It's, it, nobody so Pilates, guys. You guys yeah. want me to, I was ready to do Pilates during this whole time. You guys oh, talking oh, about yeah. food? Let's We're do like, Pilates. Now I lost it. Oh, yeah? So yeah, shall we set it. up another right. episode just yeah. for the Yeah, Pilates? we should do. We should well, do the I'll podcast just do of Ronnie Pilates as Pilates. you guys talk about food. No, we're going to take turns Well, don't you have any opinions about food? We're going to take turns working you out. I, I know what works good for me, and yeah. I, I think I think for me it's not. I don't like to express my opinion down anybody's throat about like what they right. should do because right. I think everybody. It's a personal decision, and it's really hard because uh, you know, it's like telling someone they are not walking correctly. You're what? I've been walking my whole life, yeah. and and people have been eating their whole life, and it, and you could be strong about it but people take this stuff really personal and it's uh, it's, 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 it's it's being able to walk a line like people have their beliefs and cultures and like in all different stuff and they can take offense to things really quickly with food yeah and I've, I've kind of like I, I, like I'm, I'm somewhat sensitive sensitive to that but at the same time I'm not because it's like you're not sensitive to it at all no I mean you're very you're very like this is the way you do it because my way no, like, but I, I, I mean, wasn't saying it was are. my way. No, I was saying no, I mean, no, no. I'm I'm saying what? Here's what I said. Here's what I said. Here's a the, you're the very strong opinion. I'm very strong opinion. Yes. Your way. No, I said. Here's what I said. I said no sugar. What I what? Here's what I said. I said everybody should not have a sugar. And, and let's say I say agree with a lot of your diet philosophies, but but I not, said everybody that needs might to not find. work for everybody. It might not work for everybody, but but how it works in the body, how it how it affects the body, those are the things. If if I were to tell somebody, if somebody were to come to me and say, what should I not do? Those are the two things that I say. Yes, I'm not yeah. saying eat like I eat. I'm saying these two things are the worst things for you. Get rid of them. Or three things really: wheat, gluten, and sugar. That's what I'm saying. I can, and, yeah. and I went on a big long spiel just to remind everybody about how everybody's different, and some people need to eat meat. I firmly believe. And some people need to be more vegan or vegetarian, depending on... And also, there's a lot of studies with their blood type, too. Like, I'm type A blood, right? So type A is... Most to be vegetarian. Will most be more vegetarian, correct, vegan. right? Um, and then if you're, like, a type B or O, I don't remember what it is, you, you're you're supposed to eat meat. It's it, Your body is... If you believe that, yeah. if you ascribe yeah. to that theory, which it's really a theory. <laughs> no, there's a lot of actually research. If you go body... There's something called the body ecology diet. Um, so they delve into that a little bit and as well. And there's eating right for your blood type. And there's I a lot of research on that, cool. you know. Well, I mean, if I eat go 100% vegetarian, I don't feel well either, well, you know. Well, so, of course you won't because it's... bottom line is, is I don't want people to subscribe to what I say. I am opinionated on it because of the research that I've done and stuff like that. But I'm not telling people to, uh, to uh, do what I do or you're wrong. I'm saying... I, all I'm saying is these are the things, those are the three things that I think should... If anybody's going to not do something, should not do those things, and then just start adding healthy things into the diet. Yeah, that's that's really what it comes down to. I mean, my kids right. eat pizza and chicken wings, and so does my wife, and and I don't eat. That I mean, people stuff, are sick. Know? People got yeah. diverticulitis. They got mm-hmm. autoimmune diseases right. up the wazoo. I just say, like, eating more vegetables isn't going to hurt you. No, you and know, adding adding healthy taking things away that, some processed stuff isn't going to hurt you. Right. You know. 
um, how do you feel about quinoa? And like, we know how he feels about quinoa. Well, I, you know, it's <laughs> it's it's not there's there's and we have to. Unfortunately, I wish I wish I was more Some educated. Sprouted on this grains stuff. or something like that. If like, you sprout the quinoa, like if you soak it, it's a lot better for you. But I st- but I, there's still something some in the quinoa that, that causes some inflammation in the body. Yes, and I unfortunately don't have the I don't remember what the science is behind that but there is you can the guy that's uh created uh, the wheat belly diet dr um i think his name is last name is adams um, by the way he I, talks a lot about this a lot i too, I, so. I agree there's issues with gluten. i yeah. do agree with you on that yeah, the body can't die. There, that's a scientific fact. The body can't. I agree again. The body can't gluten. digest gluten at all, and there's other yes. things in wheat that the body can't digest. You yeah. Know, which I don't remember lectins. the name of. Right, lectins. I think is what it is. Yeah. So, everything that we're. I mean, I'm not perfect. I drink yeah. wine, probably a little too much of it sometimes. You know, I eat cheese. And that's inflammatory. You know, probably, and that's cheese inflammatory. Is inflammatory. And, and then, is inflammatory. So and, you're telling me quinoa is inflammatory? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we all pick and choose to rod in these. Now, points. now let's let's get. I got something again too. What about your state of mind while you're eating? While you're eating. So if I eat something and say, "Oh man, this is going to make me fat," <laughs> is that going to affect and make me fat more than if I just eat it carelessly? Like I'm just going to eat it. Do you think there's that a mental state? Yeah. I think of there is. The way you eat. That. It's like the the two smokers, right? One smoker's like, oh, I'm gonna get cancer. One smoker's like, ah, oh, I'm getting vitamin C. You know? I guarantee that person that thinks that way is more likely to have some kind of deficiency. Now here's here's cool cool thing on that too, is that there's a, a lot of I think we all can pretty much agree on this, that the most important thing before before anything else in life is to have the mindset of 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 uh, being happy, living your life to its fullest. Correct. So there's been studies out there. And living there. ethically. Right. Yeah. Well, that and and, and so there's been studies out there. Actually, <laughs> you no. can laugh out loud. You know, next time, <laughs> She's like crying herself up over here. I'm gonna put That's you guys right. on like little yeah. electrocutor the Elect- shock collars, <laughs> and I'm just gonna like, when you guys act up, I'm just gonna. <laughs> There you go. You're the While perfect. You're the perfect moderator. It's awesome. You're but you guys are gonna like this. This is a cool, cool little thing. Is I think that there's been studies on. Um, I don't know how in depth the study was about. You know, looking at people that um, looking at somebody who eats a really, 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 really healthy, strict lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right, works out. Healthy strip, but they're fucking miserable. Yeah, they're not happy in their right. lives. Oh yeah, yeah. They're not happy in their lives at all, and they're miserable. There. And yeah. They're sick. Yeah. And you have somebody who smokes, drinks, parties, eats pizza, and but is a happy person, yeah. happiest person in the world. They're way healthier than the other person. It could, it could happen. You know, it ha- there's yeah. been studies that have actually been shown that it, that ha- that has happened. Yeah. And to me, it makes a lot of sense to Rodney's point too. It's like you're, it's a mental state. Right. You know, if you're happy, you know, yes, the food, the exercise is extremely important, mm-hmm. but the most important thing is what's in your head. Yeah. If you can That's see really that positive. If you can find something positive in anything, even if it was negative, then you're more likely to just exactly like you're, you know. it's like you said the chemicals in the they're they're gonna balance themselves out better. The yeah. chemicals in your body. And you like I the think stress hormones. You, will and when you when you're doing that and you're doing exercise like <laughs> and and your body's resilient, right? Then it's gonna say, okay, I eat a little cheese. I'm gonna do. It. I'll be all right. Right. You know, it's gonna mm-hmm. it, it can handle a little bit of sweets. Right. It can handle a little yeah. bit of this stuff better than like. 
like the stressed out binge eater, right? right. Like right. I'm right. eating, that too. I'm eating because my life yeah, is hard, head. and I'm, I'm, it's like it's it's the dopamine head. Yeah. yeah, you know that's where it becomes a real bad recipe. And, and if you're yeah. happy, you're less likely to binge. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, if you're already I just happy, think you need to look at food. I, I mean, my opinion on food, if you want, is like we should need to look at food as fuel. Like, yeah. how are we fueling ourselves for our days and our needs? Yeah. yeah. Um, and if we stop looking at that, it just becomes such an emotional thing with people. It is very emotional, yeah. And, and, it pushes and, a lot of buttons. Yeah. And we did that today. Yeah, it's yeah. good though. I like I like yeah. this kind of, it's good. <laughs> no, it needs that. Yeah. There are conversations that need to happen. And, right. Uh, you know, but unfortunately, you you two could seriously go on for the next three hours Probably about it, and it yeah. would get nowhere. <laughs> right? Yeah, we you wouldn't know. change each other's minds or no, anybody I'm else's. Not, I'm not interested in changing anybody's mind, anyways. It's more about just bringing awareness. I think the more people understand about what you're saying and what I'm saying and what Ronnie, what we're all saying, they can do their own research and figure it out for themselves from there. You know, mm -hmm. do they do they feel as strongly as I do about the soy? Maybe not. Mae that's better for oh, the maybe soy they feel like in. the hmm? soy got them going. Yeah. Oh, that's like because that's like the worst. Yeah. That's like so, the worst. So, Gene, thing. what like, would you do? Uh, so you get a new client and like oh, and they ask you about. Uh, like food, like how would you answer that? Being a vegan and say, would you tell them to quit eating meat? I would, would never you? tell them what to do because I think that's outside of my scope of practice. What if they practice. asked you? Um, if they ask me, I would tell them what I do and I would tell them how I feel, but I would never tell them what to eat or why. I do mention, I, I, I sometimes have shared, some people have shared things with me. And I might share those things with other people. I'll say, another client told me this. Like, um, it happened to me, you know, when you're talking about gluten, when I first went vegan and I was doing the 100, my joints were hurting. And yeah. I was, and because I was eating those fake gluten meats. Yeah. And it took me a while to figure it out. I was like, Wait. what's different? Yeah, there's meats that are vegan. They're vegan meats. Oh, they're yeah. Made of I've had those before made of, from Abundance. Yeah, they're pepperoni. Yeah, they're made of that. Yeah. So, um, they're pretty I think, They don't taste good, but it was no. when I first started. Yeah. I'm like, what am I going to eat? So I did that, and I found that my joints were hurting. I was like, why? And then I learned. It's funny. I got talking to a woman who was talking about gluten, and I Googled it. And I sometimes have sinus, like I told you. Mm -hmm. And um, my sinuses were worse. And it, some of the symptoms of gluten, it's like this range that goes goes all over the place. There's no one symptom. It's huge, the symptoms that could happen. But one is joint pain, another is sinuses. And there's a whole bunch more. Um, so I stopped it, and, like, it stopped. <laughs> I felt better. So I, 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 it was, I feel very strongly. So some people will tell me, oh, I'm getting pain in my joints. And I might say, and other clients have told me, I went off gluten and my joint pain's gone. So I might say, you, I might try to suggest to them, have you talked to someone about your nutrition? Some people have told me they've done this or that. I don't know what the answer is for you because I feel like it's outside of my scope of practice. Mm -hmm. I would love to go and be trained in macrobiotics and be able to answer those things because I do think that's only the, the actual physical working out is only part of yeah, the it's whole. Yeah, a smaller part, yeah. Yeah, and the eating is very important. Yeah. So, I mean, I do tell people, if they ask me, I will tell them, just kind of like you're asking me these questions. I never volunteer. I have really strong opinions, as you know, and, and anyone you're in listening will know now. Because I usually <laughs> shut up. I usually don't say anything. Right. People say, well, I'm eating really well. You know, I had a half a chicken, and, <laughs> and I had this, and... 
you know, feeling like I'm being really careful. And I'm thinking, like, I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I don't say it really well. <laughs> and I don't say it. You know, I just shut right, my mouth right. because it's not what I, it's not what they came to me for. Right. So I don't, I would say, have you thought about talking to someone about nutrition? Or I might say, here's what a client told me who reported that. I don't know if it's your problem, but you might want to look at your nutrition. You know, so so. I know this guy, Steve. He's really... <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> Super opinionated. You're going you're gonna to feel a hell of a lot better if you talk to Steve, though. <laughs> tell you that right now. Here's, here's the little tidbit for everybody. And those of you guys that are, you know, uh, come to my classes and know me that you already, you know this, but um, I'm, I, I, on all seriousness, my approach to working with my clients about diet is really to add healthy things in and I give people steps to do that and here's a really powerful thing and, and, and I've been doing this for about three years now for myself and I've been telling people well, now it's becoming pretty popular online you can do the research but one of the things that I suggest everybody adds in every single day is um, what I call the morning elixir so what you do is it's a it's a combination of one lemon juiced or not juiced but you squeeze it and you mm -hmm. leave the whole lemon in the water because most of the vitamin yeah, C in the lemon peel. is in the peel mm -hmm. um, and then you take uh, three tablespoons of raw apple cider vinegar, you dump it in there, and then you do about 20 to 32 ounces of water. You, I always, I do it the night before because you want warm water, you do not want cold water. Cold water is actually not that great for the digestive you system. You leave it on the counter? Leave it on the counter. Okay. And then in the morning I have it first thing before you have coffee, before you have anything to eat, you down that bad boy. And the, <laughs> the, the benefits, it, taste really it tastes like shit, oh, okay. initially. I like it now, no, yeah. and what I tell people is don't not do it. Yeah. Do it like maybe one tablespoon. Mm -hmm. You know, just, you just do a little start bit. little, start and little, and add on to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure it's more. very alkalizing. But it's very alkalizing yeah. it when you're the most acidic when you wake up in the morning. It sounds really healthy. It it's sounds really like yep. cleansing. Like and it's amazing. Sinus yep, and, it's yeah. amazing what it does. Very and it's just anti, very detoxifying, yeah. antibacterial. Um, and it just gets the body moving. Yeah. You know, you're going to notice you probably you might need to run to the bathroom real quick, you know, and, uh, yeah. Unless you you're vegan, then you're like probably that. fine. Unless you're vegan, you're good to go. Exactly. <laughs> vegans are perfect. Well, no, they, they, their diet, <laughs> if they are whole food vegans, they. They're perfect. If they they're whole food vegans, they're perfect. No, that's they a, have to go to kidding. the bathroom more often than regular people because there's right. so much roughage. So that's why yeah. I said it. Only because of the roughage. No, I know. Aspects. I'm just giving you a hard time. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I did a kettlebell seminar with this guy and Mike Mahler, and he was a big guy, and he was a vegan, yeah. and mm -hmm. he just was really in the hormone optimization. Yeah. Like, he did all, all the stuff. Like He's the one that got me in the transdermal magnesium oil. Like you I put don't it, even know what that is. It's magnesium because you actually absorb it better through your skin than you oh, do digestively. Yeah, and it helps your uh, different types of hormones, especially wow. men and testosterone. Interesting. Yeah. Um, really interesting. But uh, Mike Mahler. Do you still do it, the magnesium? I, I haven't in a long time. Magnesium is supposed to help muscles from hurting. Like, yeah, and calm you down. It helps it's you calm. sleep. It helps you yeah. sleep, yeah. Yeah. I use it a lot. I, I haven't recently it's made the Isn't, isn't there something CalMag? Isn't that like calcium, magnesium? It, like you need both of it. Oh yeah, they help. Yeah. It's yeah, well, the, the and, and again, I'm going to I'm going slightly out of my scope as well a little bit here. But calcium actually is uh, it's um, I'm not gonna remember now. Magnesium helps with the absorption of it, and the body. I think the body if the if the body has magnesium silica and one other one other mineral, I think it can produce the calcium on its own or allows for the absorption better oh. because you don't want to take calcium pills. It's awful for you because it comes from like they get calcium from like rock. 
wow. and then it turns your bones into rock. Ew. It's it may it might up the calcium levels in your body. So yeah. if you if you have like osteoporosis or something like that, then then you're gonna see the calcium level you know go up in your body but it's mm. not good calcium it's mm. bad calcium it calcifies your body wow so you're going to be walking around like a stiff you know person eventually wow. um, and one of the things i got a lot of this from david wolf he's got like a really good detox program about this and one of the things he suggests is silica take oh. silica every single day and that will help with the absorption of calcium and, and as well so um there's there's a lot of you know so i don't take pea proteins too pea proteins he talked about a lot pea proteins pea pre i take pea protein see yeah. i do vegan I do like I don't I won't do any sort of um I do way, hemp and way hemp, is horrible. Yeah, is horrible for you. Really good for I do you. hemp protein and yeah. uh, pea protein combination. Hemp is supposed to be human. It's supposed to be really good protein like for the human body. That it is yeah. very well absorbed. Like it, very easily it, absorbed. It gets it. You don't need a lot of it. Yeah. Um. You know. It's it's yeah. So that's the kind of protein that I recommend too. I don't recommend whey. It's awful for you. Yeah. Um. It's not well digested in the body. Oh, it tears me up. Yeah. It's like so. I you know I do I definitely I definitely recommend the plant based plant-based uh protein powders and stuff all like right that. so yeah i mean we're you know i just yeah so it's Steve's it's uh, basically a meat eating eating vegan meat, there you go <laughs> yeah. that's that's a new we should try to start a new trend meat eating vegan you eat meat too i don't know why you're out of this i am not i didn't i'm not fighting in this game <laughs> well, this isn't a fight this is just a heated discussion that's all that's heated all. Heated. It is hot in here. We need it some. Is. You know what we need? We need some wine. Imagine if we had wine. How where this could that go? That would be scary. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to give Rodney any wine though. That's all I have to say. No. Especially no. because yeah. he's going to be on the reformer and. Um, yeah. Can't do that. <laughs> yeah. We need to keep him. You know. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, um, question then. One of the questions that we ask people on a regular when we talk to them is, you know, what are, what is something, if, you know, let's backtrack to where you were before you started Pilates and where you were at. What are some of the advice that you would give to somebody to help them change their life like you changed your life? Like what are what are the, let's say somebody's in the place right now where they're really frustrated in their life and their job and they just don't know where to go, what to turn, how to turn to and, and how to make their lives better. What's your suggestion on how they could, what's their first steps? What oh gosh, it's hard. It's a hard question because you know, it's funny, like, we were talking about precision and how I like to geek out on precision. It's like, I need to know the details. So it depends what's going on with someone. For me, I mean, I'm trying to think. I maybe just, you know, when you're in that state, you don't even know where you want to go. You know, I would say something like, put yourself around the people that are doing what you want to do. But, that's awesome. But yeah. you don't know what you want to do when you're in that state. I guess maybe just um, try to nurture yourself in ways that try to figure out what will nurture you. And then maybe then you can get the clarity to know which way to walk. Like, mm. And I don't mean go on a junk food binge. I mean, because that's a big thing of nurturance, like the comfort food. Right. I mean, like, figure out a way to nurture your body. Like, get it, like you know, actually, I mean, physical discipline, I guess that's what I did. I just went and found a physical discipline. And I think that there's so many out there. That kind of helps bring clarity to the mind. Like... Yoga is especially good for that being in that state because it will help still your mind enough to figure out what your next step is because everyone's got a different next step. Yeah, absolutely. That. That's all. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, you have a, a, anything else that you on your mind? Anything else you want to share? Or <laughs> you want to get back into veganism again? No, I know. I think we covered a lot. How can people yeah. contact you? Yeah. If they want to. 
Oh, yeah. Um, Work with you. I do have a website. It's like rochesternypilates.com, which I should update because I was looking at it today because I was trying to figure out what to say about my, what to tell you about myself. And it's pretty outdated. Um, so, but I have a website and people can contact me through that. They can call me. Um, they can call me. Uh, well, there's a number on there, but I don't like that number. They can, well, they can call me. Do you have me. an email? I do. It's um, actually through the website they can email me, or they can email me directly. Actually, they could email me at. I'm trying to think what email to give. I have. Do you have like ten emails? Yeah. <laughs> do you have one specific for your business? Well, I mean, the easy one would to give people would be Pilates by Jean. Okay. At gmail.com. So that's right. easy. Pilates to by Jean at gmail.com. Just J E A N. Pilates okay. by Jean. J E A N. Awesome. At gmail.com. That's right. an easy way. If right. somebody. Um, if somebody wants to, you know, give Pilates a try. So or, give Gina a call. Should she teach her how to be a vegan? And I uh, won't teach her how to be a vegan. <laughs> and give you some awesome Pilates lessons. I'll give them a Pilates. Awesome. I do a Pilates, um, you know, an intro class for $25 for an hour just so someone can try it. But don't worry. I'll waive the fee for you because um, it will be uh, Steve and I taking turns. Okay. Cool. Don't you worry. <laughs> It'll be we too. Don't hold your turns. breath. <laughs> so yeah so yeah it's worth it Pilates is pretty great as um awesome as awesome we know. awesome yeah alright Gene well thanks so much Steve, for what do you have on. going on what do I have what I have going on I just have the usual stuff going on I've got um my classes uh, if you guys are interested in doing a mixture of Pilates and boot camp classes they're in Fairport uh-huh. and uh doing that doing that kind of thing and you want to Learn how to eat really good meat. Let me know. I'm there <laughs> to help you out. So, um, guys, I'm about Roddy for you. August nineteenth, I'm teaching at a yogathon for Parkinson's. So it's uh, it's oh. five classes, all different styles, with uh, five different instructors at Neutral Yoga. Um, it starts at eight thirty in the morning and it runs till three. I think it's like forty bucks, and you just it all goes to charity oh, for cool. Parkinson. That's awesome. Parkinson's. Where's Neutral Yoga? It's a new studio in Greece. Oh, okay. You like Dewey? Okay. Um, so. Yeah, you like yoga and you want to challenge yourself five classes in a row. So if someone's looking for that stillness. Yeah, well, there'll be stillness, there'll be moving, there'll be like kind of all different types of styles. Um, That's awesome. I think I'm teaching third, so if you want to just come for my class, it'd be great. Um, I think it's cheaper if you just do one class or it's Mm -hmm. like 40 bucks for all of it. Do you have any beginners that you work with for yoga? Absolutely. um, and, And where do you usually work? I mean, uh, usually. Or do you work around, or do you have one? Yeah, so I've been teaching all over the place, really, but uh, my main place is Empire Academy, so I, I it's uh, down the road on University. Oh, um, really? It's, uh, it's a mixed martial arts gym, so I train a lot of people that are doing jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and stuff like that. Because... And I'm trying to bring that balance into them, because they're fighters. I have some clients that come to me that I actually have referred to yoga. I told them about the studio I used to go to, but I told them I really thought they should try, like, really basic hatha. Yeah. And you do that? Um, I like to base my, my practice and how I teach on the individuals. Um, okay. Like, you know, based on uh, what I see. So I'll do go through some basic things. Or some cards? Uh, I, can, I can email you or okay. I can give you my contact info. Yeah, because I definitely have some people who I think yoga would help them. I, I mean, I love that they come to me for Pilates, but I think yoga would be good for them. Awesome, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Great. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you next time. Okay.